I, I sit down and I'm, gonna, I'm playing her. And I know she's nervous because I think she got sent to losers pretty early too, right? <laughs> so she got sent to losers and I'm, I'm playing her. And I noticed she's scared. And that's one thing. I've been playing fighting games for a long time. I know when somebody is scared, right? I know when someone's uh, someone is scared. So I, I kind of took advantage of that. Every single time I saw AOP, the, the Art of Phoenix stance, for people yeah. that know what that is in Tekken, I hop kick. Literally every single time because I never fought a Ling in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't even know who Ling was. Welcome everybody to the Tuesday show. You have three extremely well-groomed men here. My name is James, and I am Speak joined by Ultra. Okay, fair enough. Ultra David and Tubaware. How's everybody going out there? Oh, I'm feeling so fresh, James. Oh, I'm feeling nice and clean. How about you, Brock Tubaware? If well, I'm doing damn well. I'm happy Thanks to hear that. Him. Oh, I'm, it's super important to me to have found out. I'm glad that I did. All right, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about in this show. Guilty Gear Strive and KOF 15 and Street Fighter V and DNF Duel and other stuff in Fighting Game Roundtable. A lot of things happened. And so yes. we're going to get to... We, <laughs> look, we're not, we're not going to get to every single thing because there's too much. And we're also not going to be talking about like which source it came from because there were multiple things that happened the round table arc revo twitter announcements etc anyway we're just going to talk about the news Dude, I'm, it's crazy I hope that's okay like last week there wasn't much happening and then all of a sudden yeah. this week's it's like oh, you want news have all the news in the world i mean we didn't even know the round table was going to happen until like four days before the round table happened right so Oh, there you go. Man. We also have a beautiful dude on the show. He'll be the guest. We have a couple of fun 5-5 five, five questions on the old viewer side. And then we got a couple of fun mailbags. But again, let's start by talking about the news, which we're going to begin with in Guilty Gear Strive. So a bunch of stuff for Strive. Probably the biggest one, of course, Testament announced. But yeah, also, boy. there's also already a starter guide out for Testament. Uh, they also announced that Season 2 will have new story content. And that there will be four new characters in that. Mm -hmm. And then they also announced that there will be crossplay. They will do crossplay for Guilty Gear Strive. Wow. Wow. Crossplay is actually happening. That's I mean, they they said that they would do it, but props for them to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they also said that they're gonna add. They're coming out with the figure display mode, uh, like they had in Exerd. But let's just get back to the to the big news, obviously, which is Testament being announced. Uh, definitely a very different appearance, and um, you know now officially a gender. Uh, Daisuke Ishitari has said that about Testament for a long time, but now more official going with they, them, pronouns, etc. And uh, actually, pretty different 
gameplay wise than original testament used to be i mean well, uh, what's what's different for obviously i know being the long <laughs> guilty gear fan that i've been but for people that don't know out there can you tell them what the differences appear to be james yeah testament was mostly a uh, a screen controlled trap character they would plant webs that were invisible on the screen like if you think about byakuya in um in uniel if you're familiar with byakuya uh, byakuya is always reminded me of testament but they would plant like you'd see them go and then they would plant like a web on this invisible part of visible web on part of the screen and if you went near it it would pop up and if it hit you it locked you into place testament can also plant trees in the ground that if you ran over the tree would pop up and hit you and then throw skulls that if you got hit by the skull all of a sudden testament's crow would start attacking you in one of three different ways that you would either shoot feathers at you or dive at you or the little random yeah, it's random. It's absolutely random, which one uh, it did. And, like, the spirit would come out and stab you. and stuff. Dude, Testament was a nightmare to fight against in terms of just, like... Oh, and then Eggs a Beast, of course, which was a... In some Guilty Gear games was a, like... Testament would call the beast in front of it, them or behind you. And once it started, it was coming out. So, basically... It, Testament could kind of use them as reversals. He, they would get hit, but then Exit Beast would hit you and counter hit you, and then they would get to combo off of you. Oh, God, Testament was a pain to fight against. And obviously what Strive has been doing is really been trying to lower the amount of that kind of insanity. And so Testament is probably one of the most changed characters out of all the characters so far, I in mean, my opinion. you say lower that type of insanity, which is a good way to put it, because Strive has plenty of its own yeah. insanity going mm -hmm. on. Yes. I mean, you sit there and you watch those Chips and Milias and, and, and Geos and stuff like that do all their craziness, and definitely no lack of craziness in Strive. But, I mean, look, as someone who had to fight a person who liked to use testament kind of glad <laughs> <laughs> that testament has changed <laughs> oh, well can you can you talk about how testament's new options are going to be they again they do seem really different and there's a starter guide yeah. out now that like explains right. what the moves are but if could you encapsulate yeah, so that the 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 fo the the, the front exabeast is more just like a projectile now but the, the the more gimmicks of what testament does now is that testament has the ability to throw projectile like blood skulls and where like straight and also diagonally up where they end a little um spirit shows up a succubus mm -hmm. uh sits there and then that succubus is, is kind of like an indication of how different things happen. So, for example, if you launch your crow at the opponent, it's very high up in the air and goes straight. And uh, in general, will probably go over most people's head. But if you throw the ground skull projectile and leaves the succubus sitting there, the crow tracks to the succubus. Uh, Testament also has the ability to teleport and will teleport towards the succubus or you can faint and actually just teleport in place um, and then uh, just a low high low automatic high low mix up because now the eggs of beast instead of coming from front or behind now comes from top or from below looks like they have slightly different timing so there might be a it might be fuzzyable uh, but basically, it's like an automatic high-low mix-up. 
Yeah. (laughs) So very different kind of character. It seems like uh, they're going to be based largely on their range. That's what the developers were talking about uh, uh, during the Japanese roundtable, kind of like having ranged attacks and such. And uh, uh, it's going to be really interesting because obviously whatever you're used to Testament was before is not what Testament is at all anymore. So like Biken in Exert, Biken got changed and then in Strive even more changed. So from XX to Strive, Biken's change in gameplay might be similar to uh, the level of Testament's change, honestly. There, there's also stain state that they apply. And oh, my memory yeah. is that that gets applied when the opponent gets hit by or even blocks certain things. Yeah, or even mm-hmm. blocks certain things. Right, right. And then that makes certain attacks like work differently, right? Or have an extra follow-up so the testament gets like extra frame. It seems like most things that they do just have an extra follow-up. Mm-hmm. Like a like a delayed bomb effect where right. they get more pressure on block and a full combo on it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think that's a super cool idea as well. Um I, I mean, I'm not like it's kind of like bison planting the bomb, right? Cuz then you can just pop the bomb. A little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. I I think the testament seems really cool. I, again, I'm we've talked about this many times. I probably ever will whenever a new character comes out in this game. Um, I don't have gear experience in the way that many people do, so I'm not coming into this being like, oh, testament should play a certain way, you know. Um, so yeah. the fact that testament will be different isn't like a plus or a minus to me. It's just I'm just right. approaching them for the first time. Is like really yeah. what it is. And, and you know, I, I mean, that... I think there's a lot of cool tools there. Yeah, and, and also honestly, like as Street Fighter players. Again, we're I guess we're probably a little more used to it, even though Street Fighter characters don't change drastically, drastically. But, you know, I was talking to some people that are like, oh, their Testament players are going to be mad, you know, that they can't use Testament. Like, I'm actually kind of sad that Cammy didn't change in 5. You know, when, <laughs> like, Zangief and Dalsam actually became super interesting and super cool, like, they just left Cammy exactly as straightforward and boring <coughs> as possible. Well, you James, know? I hate to tell you. But Cammy is straightforward and, and boring. That's the character and Just has all been the time. ever Always. since after Super Turbo. <laughs> yep. That Super Turbo was the yeah. last time that she yep. was that way. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. Personally, I'm not a Street Fighter guy, I'm an NRS guy, but I do know what you mean. I do I do. Oh, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I do NRS characters, they stay completely the same between every yeah, version, You can't right? be an NRS guy anymore, David. You can't but be an what? NRS guy. This morning, David goes, Oh my god, there's a PC patch. I was like, bro, they tweeted it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it wasn't a gameplay thing or anything like that. Immortal. Anyway, yeah. Gotta keep your ear to the streets, dog. My uh, my ear was not out there. It's true. So, look, I think Testament sounds sick. I have seen some reactions from people who, uh, you know, played Gear before, and it runs the gamut that I think you would expect. Some people are like, well, of course, it's, you know, they're going to do differences in in character designs. Like, that's obviously what Strive is doing. Um, Not not plus or minus to them necessarily and other people are mad about it and other people are like sweet new ideas that i get to mess with so you know whatever it's regardless the whole whole list of reactions regardless the design aesthetically is oh great they look sick they yeah for sure they look really cool i highly agree and definitely in tune with the concept that everybody in strive looks extremely hot compared to the <laughs> how the it's so funny i'll go back and watch xx footage and soul looks weird to me now he that looks thin scrawny. little baby yeah, he's all skinny and scrangly put some muscle on that guy's frame come on dude 
yeah. stick out there. <laughs> it's so funny looking. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I do still think that Chip looked better beforehand. I think like wide Chip is weird, but the other characters <laughs> being thick is really cool. Yeah, I, I, I totally chip. agree. <laughs> wide <laughs> Chip, it's what he is. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think I think Testament looks sick. I really like what they did with them. Um, looking forward to that. Anything Does else that to say mean? About? Does that mean if Ryu, we like if if that's how Ryu looks in Street Fighter Six, we're gonna get used to it, and we look at five, he's gonna look scrawny after a while, you know? Probably. Just like Probably. how Akuma in Street Fighter Four looks so gross now. Yeah, Street Fighter Five <laughs> Akuma actually looks better than Four. It turns out. It took me a while to think that. Uh, all right, yeah. Look, anything else to say about Testament themselves? Uh, comes out March twenty eighth, along with. Um, no, I think that's new it, right? Map. It's just it's new just stage, a... right? Yeah, oh, yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you the White House Reborn. The White House, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the White House. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Uh, and then, so there's going to be new story content coming out, and they wanted you to pay attention to the characters that are in that. I think, obviously, with the implication that those characters will be coming to be playable. So, uh, someone and they said that four will be in the new season. Someone actually, uh, it was Olaf actually, uh, saw a tweet that someone pointed out that in the endings of the uh, of first season's Guilty Gear Strive uh, story mode, there's a picture of like Ramothal and someone else like talking or whatever, and Testament is just in the background. Like they're, they're, they're just there. It's just that none of us knew that it was Testament. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Testament's just chilling there, like drinking tea or something. So, you know. Interesting. Hidden in plain sight, man. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. And then I just wanted to talk a little bit more about crossplay because, again, that will be coming. We don't have a, a, a date for that. I'm not sure when that's going to be happening. No, they, they, they said with season two. Yeah, but it like when when is that going to actually happen? Oh yeah, um, yeah they they did, they did say that they're going to do a beta test for it. That was part of what they talked about in the oh, roundtable. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's not going to be that it comes out right away. They are in fact going to be rolling it out. Um, but I think I think that's so cool and something that since since game devs have basically been adopting rollback, like the next thing to talk about to get all of them <laughs> onto is crossplay, cross right? And I'm not the first person to say that. Of course, many people have been talking about that. But I think that's that's really cool, and and for a game, well, not just this game, but like fighting games in general, most of them need crossplay. We do not have that many long-term players compared to other game genres. Sorry, everybody, it would be great if we did, but it's not like that. So it's very common for new games to come out, for them to be playable in the sense that like you find matches fast for the first few weeks, first few months even sometimes, and then after that, almost always drops off unless there's crossplay. And, or unless it's like one of just a couple of different games. So crossplay here, I think, is is extremely important for keeping the scene going. What, what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, it, it's great that it's there. I don't think we need it for Strive in particular. I think it's definitely a bonus. I think Strive's online community on every platform that you can play it on is very healthy. Mm, so okay. I don't know if it's like that big of a deal for Strive, but I do think it's a big a deal for a game like Skullgirls or them's fighting herds that doesn't necessarily have the, the the same player base as Strive does right now, um, and I do think it's important for Strive in the future because, like you said, what usually happens with the fighting games is the older they get, the less players are there because the game gets harder as everyone gets better, right. and only the truly dedicated stick around, which is totally understandable. Right. Um. So yeah, it's absolutely great for for the future of the game. That's yeah. that's a good thing. <laughs> 
I just want to, yeah, or actually Showbiz mentioned it. I'm actually curious to see once it goes a little bit longer, if we check Celestial, how many of them are going to be PC players because of the advantage. Listen, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to run up on some poor PS4 nerd playing on his base PS4 on a monitor that's 12 years old with my 175 hertz, 3060 Ti ready to smoke him, all right? Survival of the fittest. I mean, <laughs> the other thing that's interesting that, that makes me happy, though, is like I know when I did ICFC, for example, for EU, a lot of the best players there weren't entering it because the event was PS4. And a lot of the players didn't have the PS4 version. And so that's the other really cool thing about crossplay is now, I mean, as good netcode has allowed us to actually play national tournaments, <laughs> you know, crossplay will now make it so that we're, we don't have to run, here's the PS4 tournament, here's the PC tournament. They can all play on whatever they want. And if they want to, you know, handicap themselves by playing on the PlayStation, they can. But, you know, we don't have that restriction anymore. And that's what's going to be cool is that people can play on anything. So, yeah, obviously there's there's random, there's going to be issues on all the platforms. But obviously, for the most part, the lack of input delay being on the PC and then Arturo Sanchez in your monitor obviously is going to make it. He said you can overclock your controller and i never even heard of that dude i was like you can, you can over yeah you can overclock the polling rate <laughs> or the rate at which it sends information and right back. Mm -hmm. oh, okay well there you go nice job everybody we finished exactly on time yeah all right of course figure display mode where you can make funny comics anyways let's go ahead and go forward uh king the of king Fight of fighters 15 yeah james go for it King of Fighters 15. So the Japanese roundtable, this, this was this weekend. It was mostly repeat news. Uh, There's only like one or two things that were brand new announcements. And SNK had the big one, which was that Omega Rugal. So when you looked at the character screen, there was always one character select box by itself. We thought it would be the boss of the game, maybe the, the mid-boss, reverse, whatever it's named. And... um. It's Omega Rugal. So, I mean, a lot of us kind of suspected because, you know, the, the, the collector's edition was called the Omega edition, you know. So a lot of people were thinking, I'm sad because this means he's not going to be on a team with Vice and Mature. But in any case, he came. he's coming out and uh, is going to be a free DLC character in April. And uh, the other funny thing is, you know, for for people with a lot of SNK history, they know Omega Omega Rugal was one of the bosses in one of the games, and uh, SNK has the reputation of having the most broken bosses in fighting games, and so they're actually just adding a new boss mode feature where you just have to try to kill him, and he's probably going to be stupid, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they showed him doing genocide cutter against a whole bunch of different opponents, yeah. which I think is implying that it's just going to straight up have input reading. Yeah, and if, you, if you do a thing, he's just going to do genocide cutter and like kick you immediately. And and if and if you're going into that as the player, like knowing that it's like a fun, silly boss fight rather than like without not knowing that, and you yeah. think, oh, it's stupid. He's reading my inputs. Absurd. How ridiculous. But if that's what you know going into it, I think it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Because, uh, again, I mean, you know, that was the reputation. You know, CPUs between SNK bosses and Mortal Kombat, everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
CPU AIs has ne have never been very uh, well designed, but in this case, doing it on purpose is yeah. genius. So I think it's I think it's really funny, but yeah. Um, so there was other stuff to talk about for a KOF fifteen. So uh, Omega Rugal is coming out just like, as a character, as you said, just big. And then also they're gonna have balance changes when the second DLC mm. will come out. That will be in May. Um, so there was. Uh, the first set of DLC actually came out. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, and there was a slight patch with them, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a real balance yeah. patch. The balance patch will come out in May. And then uh, there was one more thing that I thought was really cool, actually, that they talked about at the fighting game roundtable. The King of Fighters, The Ultimate History, a 544-page book. I, <laughs> will I... also be coming out. And then it will be in different languages, they said. I, that is so cool. I mean, even as somebody who doesn't have much experience or history with the KOF scene, I am definitely going to get that. That's so Dude, sick. I'm how, how many of us have like those that, you know, Soul Calibur 5 guide that came out that had like all that stuff just because it was thick and hardback? You know, it was like, this is so cool. I'll yeah. definitely be picking this thing up. And um, yeah, it looks really cool. Listen, oh. books are for nerds. Yeah. Who needs them? Not but you, because you're not a nerd. Give me the YouTube video version. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> how, how long would that take? Audio 544 pages. <laughs> you just have wow. content forever if you're going to be doing that. There's a lot yeah. of pictures, okay? There's a lot of pictures. So, I hope it's yeah. all text. <laughs> I really doubt it. It's not, for sure. <laughs> the game was designed as this. If you imagine it in your head, there was an energy yeah. bar at the top of the screen, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. No, anyway, I think that is really cool, though. Uh, and then, so, yeah. Um, anything else to say about, oh, the second DLC will be Southtown, folks. They did talk about that. Yeah. They also said that there's going to be six more DLC characters that will mm -hmm. come out in summer and autumn 2022. Yeah. So that means that there will be a total of uh, 12, 12 DLC characters. I guess 13, 13 would be yeah, yeah. Omega Rugal. Yeah, that's right. 13 all in the same year, all coming out pretty fast. Which is crazy. Which is impressive, to be honest with you. So um, Now, uh, it's interesting because they said the balance changes aren't going to... So this last balance change, really the only thing was that they buffed Whip a tiny bit. Most everything else was... just does more damage, right? Like yeah. They didn't even change recoveries of stuff etc. yeah and and, and uh, everything else i believe was a bug fix and what's interesting to me about that is that you know you you just i i don't know if you guys talked about the three new characters dropping or anything like that because they dropped after the tuesday show last week right they did yeah so we should talk about them now but yeah yeah so uh rock gato and b Genet, uh were added to the game and as far as I can tell, uh, from what mo I've been reading, most people talking about and just talking to Olaf, they're all really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what really I've been strong. noticing. They're all really strong. And as balanced as KOF 15 is, since KOF 15 is a very kind of like system strong game, you know, the characters that are slightly better kind of get exacerbated a little bit and so right now like if you look at all the big tournaments what the team is vrt right now which they call it vanessa yeah. ralph and terry it's like it's like always like two of them and another and so um now they're they've added like three more characters that have the potential to be really strong as well which is good but you know i'm wondering 
it's probably good that they're going to let us stew on it a little bit before yeah. we actually start doing any sort of buffs or nerves. So uh, it'll probably be good. The I'm truth is, they've probably been stewing on it since before the game even released. Yeah. That, that is, is very stuff possible. That they've yeah. been probably thinking about for a while. So right. don't reveal the secrets of the <laughs> industry, Tubo. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Yeah, I, I will expose <laughs> right. the entire game dev industry. It's like I'm when coming for you, Eats. Remember, remember when when Marvel Three came out, and then like a month later, they nerfed Sentinel's damage or, or his health. Oh yeah. Uh, but but like that actually was just planned in advance, and everybody was yeah. like, oh, "How dare you well, nerf Sentinel after he comes out? Was he too good?" And it was just like, "Nah, they just had intended to do that already." Anyway. <laughs> That's that is how uh, it goes sometimes. But look, yeah. that that will be a couple months after the game launched, so that you know in May. Um, so that's enough time to like see how people are actually reacting to it, yeah. and also still make changes. And people are going to find. I feel people... like it's like, like for sure they knew that like Terry's good and Ralph is good. Like they obviously yeah. knew that yeah. at the end of the of the. You, you would think so. I mean, yeah. the Terry one. Like I feel like there's a little bit of intention. Maybe there, just because Terry and I know it's the inside joke, it's the meme, but there's I think that there's actual logical decisions to take the character from Smash Brothers and make them strong for people to come. Like if you're a Smash Brothers casual player and you're like, who do I pick? I'll pick Terry because I know this character. I, I generally think it's a good decision for them to make like soul being strong in strive at first like i th there's a reason to do stuff like that so dude if you're if you are such a kof noob that you are coming from smash and you're like oh i've heard of terry from smash if terry is really good you're or not, not i feel like it's actually not terry is <laughs> yeah you're not even gonna know if terry is good you're gonna yeah. this is fair yeah. this is fair yeah. <laughs> and, and and frankly terry is actually under what most people say, Vanessa and Ralph are like the two actual like S tier characters, and that Terry might be like S minus or something like that. But Vanessa and Ralph are clearly the two problem characters. But again, there's a lot of characters that are right under them that people are starting to learn a lot more about. Kukri, people have been talking. I keep saying Andy. That's is the character. Yeah. For yeah. me, for me, Kukri is the character that that stands out the most. I don't I don't know that I would say he's the best. I've been playing this game a lot. Uh, I don't know that he's the best. That's not not what I'm saying. But I think he's the character that I'm like scared of fighting the most. Mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. that if I'm playing against Ralph or Terry uh, or Vanessa, like I can't get hit or I will explode. But I also like don't need to get hit. You know what I mean? Like they don't have the trickiest mix-ups unless right. it's like uh, if if Terry does ex overhead a few times, okay. But other than that, like the mix-ups aren't that crazy. Whereas for Kukri, uh, you know, he's the only character in the game that's like doing marvel mix-ups on me right. and then converting into a ton of damage in corner carry and, mm -hmm. and oki uh so yeah. yeah i think he's really really good i hope that they don't nerf him that much i think he's really good like it would be cool if more characters were at that at that yeah. level what about, people what about aren't even joe joe is really good joe is really good for good. sure yeah Joe's, yeah uh, -huh. uh i mean honestly though uh again you know, you, you, it's, it's, you know, the balance issue, right? You'd rather have them buff everybody up to the other level, but of course that's always harder. And if yeah. you have two characters who are particularly strong, you know what makes them strong. And so it's easier to nerf those things slightly to balance. Uh, but still, I, I would like to see, like, yeah, Joe probably can be nerfed a little bit so that his 100 hand slap doesn't have free, forever juggle, <laughs> you know, for no reason. Because 
I, I've never really known this about KOF, how the juggle system works, but, you know, Olaf's been explaining it to me and everything like that. Most moves usually have a use limit as a juggle, and some moves are tied. Like, sometimes the EX is tied to the regular, sometimes they're considered two separate moves. And so, if you use it once in the juggle, you can't use it again. It'll just whiff, right? So, I didn't realize that's how that worked. For some reason, Joe's has no limit. It's just like the hand slap just keeps hitting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want I don't want big nerfs for sure. I yeah. do think it would be nice if like Ralph Stan D wasn't like quite like how it is. Mm -hmm. Or like if Vanessa maybe didn't like do quite as much damage with one EX bar. Like a couple of things, you know, here and there for sure. But at the same time, yeah, I would not want big nerfs and I and I would mostly want buffs. I happen to, as I sometimes do, tried to learn characters who and it turns out are not good. I was really into Ramon and Whip at the start, and they're just <laughs> oh, boy. not at all good. Not at all good. Make a decision so, and not play them. I well, yeah. of course, I have. I haven't been playing them. Yeah, I've been playing characters who I think are good, but it would be cool to play them. I think Whip could be cool, but you know, make sure you don't whiff anything, or else everybody's going to run up on you and you're dead right away. So, <laughs> Who's your team right now? Who's your main team right now? Uh, I'm most playing uh, Chizuru, King, and Dinosaur. Sometimes I'm putting in Maxima instead oh. of Chizuru. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. Anyway, yeah, I think I think this is all cool. I'm looking forward to the new DLC. I'm not playing any of the current DLC, but I do think that they all seem good and interesting. Um, I mean, Gato and and Rock, I think, are like personally Super really interesting good. characters. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong for sure. For sure. Um, but but interesting and and have a lot of uniquenesses within the cast. So I think that's really cool. I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, anything else to say about? KOF and what's happening, etc. Nope, nothing comes to mind. Yeah, nothing. Dude, All when right. when Rock does uh, projectile canceled into the forward moving super, I don't know any names in this game uh, for for moves, whatever it's called. Forward moving super. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the and the and the fireball actually like makes him safe or plus on block is hilarious super funny <laughs> dude i mean every time i talk about leona you know she has that one move that move's name is uh that's the only like when you do uh like that's I actually the know exactly what you're talking about yeah, yeah. uh-huh dude that, that's, that's all that little sense I, I, it's supposed to be called like baltic launcher or something but whatever dude it's uh to me so that's what it's gonna be forever <laughs> works for me works for me oh, <laughs> all right cool. uh, Okay, next game. This one came out of left field completely. <laughs> We've all been waiting for the Street Fighter V supposed March update, and then they just came out with a trailer on Twitter. <laughs> no special announcements, nothing. Just showed up. Yep. And it, it is sure did. not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> it is... Uh, full of big changes, full of much bigger changes than I certainly expected. I don't know if anybody expected the amount of stuff that they're showing off there. They showed, I don't know, a dozen different characters, something like that. And, and every one of them had some substantially new, potentially interesting and useful combo route, at least, if not neutral tools. And they've been leaking out other changes on their Twitter feed as well since then. Wait, have they? They have. Oh, they dang. Have. They showed I some new noticed. stuff with Bison today. Yeah, so Bison, they show doing something he can't do right now, and it turns out that it is his target combo into V-Skill 2 that just works. <laughs> yeah, so again, like something something different. But yeah, oh they talked God. about that on Twitter. Okay. Uh, so they, they showed 
a bunch. I'm not going to name all of them, but like Ryu, Ed, Alex, Poison, Ibuki, Akuma, Gil, Rose, etc. Like a lot Dude, of different characters. Remember how the meme was out there that when Rose activates the mirror super, I mean the the image super, you're just like take the throw, take the throw. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. She yeah. the shadow kick OTGs. The it's shadow such, kick OTGs. It's such a well-targeted change. Because you're right, that was what you did if she had that V trigger activated, you just blocked it out. If she throws you, it was going to be gone before she had Oki mm -hmm. on you, so that, don't worry about it. But now, if she already has it active and she throws you, then she gets a full combo. Super sick, well targeted, and also newish mechanic. There are OTGs actually in Street Fighter V, but they're all tied to like moves that you don't see very often, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they all require that the opponent does not do a quick rise. Yeah, that has to be they don't quick rise. Not very useful. But this one is definitely useful. And they show other stuff too, other other newish mechanics. Jury has a restand. Her mm -hmm. V trigger two actually restands. And it was animated very well. Yeah. To, yeah. To point out. Surprisingly so. I, I hear you. And none of us were, I mean, we were all just hoping for like, here's the final, like little slightly adjustments here. Now, obviously, this was not announced at the Japanese round table, but uh Matsuda, I mean, uh, Shuhei Matsumoto um, talked about it, and I think they also tweeted that, but they were saying, like, look, we understand our game really well, and although this seems crazy, we're trying to do this really smart. We think we're doing a good job balancing it properly. And, you know, obviously this is the latest patch. Who isn't to say that they'll make fixes in the future if something turns out too broken and stuff like that, but... You know, it's, it's, I mean, I'm excited. I tweeted this and really, honestly, you know, I'm just going to say it. It feels like now that Ono is gone. Like the two guys are like, let's go and just do everything that we wanted to do this whole entire time and just go crazy with the You just wait until Ono's in charge of Capcom again. You're getting fired. You're never doing commentary for Capcom again, James Chen. Probably. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna call you into his office he's gonna be like well blanca chan said you're out of here that, yeah. that's it gg's bro he, uh, he takes a picture of james's butt walking out the door with blanca yeah, in front of him yeah i know right <laughs> burning his contract sure you can exactly uh i mean no but honestly it, it feels like that they're because ever since they you know They've been able to do a lot of crazier things like the Akira stuff, the Oro stuff. Like they've just kind of gone ham with like the craziness in the game. And, you know, I remember when the V Trigger 2s first showed up, all of a sudden like Nash was able to do like crazy ass things. And, you know, it really just feels like this is what they've kind of wanted to do all along. And, and again, I trust them. And, and it's why I probably have a little bit too much faith in Street Fighter 6. Because, like, I feel like these guys kind of know what they're doing right now, Nakayama and Matsumoto-san. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, I have a question to ask you then, James. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it would do a, a lot of um, positivity for the goodwill of Street Fighter Six if they finally fixed the netcode of Street Fighter Five? Because that was something that was not announced. Of course it would. <laughs> Now, there's something I can't even imagine that must be hard-coded into the game that makes it so that they can't fix it and that the Ultimore patch, we didn't find it because it hadn't been out long enough or something. Because there has to be a reason why that they have not touched the netcode this entire goddamn time. And I just want to play Smug's 
video where he's fixed the net code and he's just like whipping on the pillow and stuff like that. Like, honestly, cause I don't, of course it would be goodwill. Of course it would make everybody happy to see it. I don't know why they've never fixed the net code. It makes no sense to me at all whatsoever. Do you have faith that Street Fighter 6 will have good net code? Yes, because of MVCI. Yeah, and also because the industry has changed. The, the standards are that you have rollback. You must, and not just rollback, obviously they have it. Good working netcode. That's industry standard now for new games. And, mm. and if SF6 comes out, which is not coming out now, it's coming out in, who knows, a year or whatever, I don't know, a couple years. Take your time. If, if, your time. if by that time they don't have good netcode, every single game on the market at that point will have good netcode and will have had good netcode for a while. They cannot launch it and have bad netcode and have it be as much of a success. I, I do think that Street Fighter V showed that even if a Street Fighter game launches and it has a bunch of problems, people will still play it. But I it was think a different was, time. Was it was a different time. Yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. At that time, Street Fighter hadn't had like a huge miss at, and at four, launch. And 4 was always... And 4 had brought so much like hype back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, so, so there was that huge miss. And also at the time... There, the standards weren't as high for some things at least and since then a lot of people did actually stop playing Street Fighter 5 and went on to the many other excellent games right now and there is there is a, just a different landscape in terms of what the Thanks, expectations Capcom. are in a way kind of yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah no you're, you're right you're right but if they then launch Street Fighter 6 some diehards will be there diehards will be there of course but there will not be the big adoption of it in the way that happened in, in Street Fighter V. I mean, just that, that, same, that same thing wouldn't happen again. Most people are going to tell you KOF 14 was pretty dang fun. And KOF 15 right now is, seems like a pretty big success right now. That's netcode, man. Like, I mean, like I said, 14 was fun, but the netcode sucked. Samurai Showdown was fun, but the netcode sucked. Like, netcode not being good kills your game. It just, it really just does. And so Street Fighter Six comes out with bad netcode, that game is DOA. I, I will 100, like, I just think it's just done. There's just no way to do it, so. Well, I do have trust in the team. Yeah, yes. I, I do think mm -hmm. I do think that I believe in them now. And that's the case not just for <laughs> SF6, but for, for SF5. For all these things that they're doing, I believe that they have a good enough knowledge of what their game is like and what works in it. And I think that they've done a great job at bringing fun. I really, really like the state of the game right now. And they're, and they're responsible for that. Whoever was there when SF5 was first made, they're not the people I'm giving credit to. It's the people who have been working there over the last few years. Um, and I know that there have been changes in personnel. So, so definitely congrats to them. And I'm looking forward to all this new stuff that we're going to find in literally next, next week. It'll be launching next Tuesday. Yeah, and today, uh, just like on Who's Line In Anyway, I'm going to announce a winner of the stream today, uh, even though the points don't matter. Tap2GG definitely wins for best comment in the chat. He just says, it's a different manscape for fighting games right now. What? If you're listening on the audio <laughs> version, that's the first time you've heard that. <laughs> Did you say it earlier? No, we didn't, actually. I oh, thought okay. it would be funny to not say anything. Oh, okay. Uh, but but yeah, we are sponsored by Manscaped. How about that? Uh, we'll talk about more uh, about that in a bit. As far as Street Fighter V goes, there was actually other stuff. So they are putting out a cell shading filter and a pixel filter and new tracksuit colors. 
And also, Pap Jam's remixes will be in the game. Their songs that they've put out will be in the game. Yeah, the filters, a.k.a. This looks neat, and what the hell is happening, filters? (laughs) Okay, but which one in your mind is which there? I actually think the cell shading one looks decent. But okay. like the the pixel one, what I mean, Listen, look, nobody could even see what's going on in the pixel. Dude, one. It's very weird. The pixel one is very weird. It's gonna look worse, obviously, on a compressed video put on yeah. YouTube. But I can't imagine it's gonna look that much better. No one's in using person. that shit. It looked. I was so confused by it. Like I'm just. I was sorry to see that. That's something that you put on like the whole screen. I was hoping it'd be like a character choice. And that oh, the other person that you're right. playing against would be forced to look at it, oh, so that I could impossible. pick pixelated oh. Kappa Honda just, only. But you can't yeah, even so use it. You can't even use it on, online, dude. Uh, that's not, well. I've have found. I found that out. Yeah, yeah. But when I first saw it, I was like, "Ooh, I get to do this." <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Of course. Of course. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, is there actually you. an MK11 ASCII filter? Is there? I don't know about it. If so. That would be sick. I do know that in MKX, they had the worst Scorpion uh, outfit of all time, which I love. Yeah, loved. yeah, that one was the, awesome. uh, what, what was it called? Um, uh, he looked the heat like... heat signature one, Yeah, right? heat signature something. I don't remember exactly. It was some It was some name that wasn't that. But anyway, it was like it was the Predator fun. was looking at him through his heat signature lens. Exactly. Oh, There's really are you serious, Stephanie? I had no idea. I got to look this up later. I'm totally looking this Infrared up right Red now. Scorpion. Thank you. Thank you. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, absolutely right. It was great. Tracksuit colors will be there. Obviously, the big news again is that there's going to be all these changes and that they are coming out March 29th. So we get to have a party. We we don't know most of the characters' changes. And even the characters that we showed, it's hard to imagine that they showed off all the stuff. There's just such big changes coming that it seems like there's probably going to be like a really long list for almost everybody. Yeah. Except, I hope for the sake of players who like playing their slow and steady, boring type characters, I hope that they get to continue doing their stuff. You know, I hope that the Karen players, the Cami players get to keep living the boring life and just doing effective things without having hey. very much fun doing it, which hey, they enjoy. Hey, 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 Rob TV said that Cammy is extremely fun, and that Karin has honest footsies. Remember that. I just, Ra- I Rob champion Rob TV he, from he the Midwest. That, he did say that Cammy in his mind is Gotta not a like, boring character, and I just, I don't understand. Okay, <laughs> yeah, hey, have fun, everybody. I hope, may, may we all have fun in our own separate ways. You Street Fighter Five players are a different breed. <laughs> Different breed. Oh, You're not going to come back, huh? Even after all these OTGs. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, no. The Stop it. No. How did you get so bright as well, Brandon? No. Did you like? Are you looking at a white page on your monitor? All of there a is a white page on my monitor. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That's no. Honestly, I wouldn't have quit Cammy if she wasn't so goddamn boring, right? I mean. Like, I, I get it. Because, I mean, even in Street Fighter 4, what was it? I, I played her because of the Tiger New Cannon Strike. Because that was actually kind of neat. It was a way to yeah. get your offense going again when you when you push yourself too far back out, etc. It was really cool. As soon as they took that away, I lost interest in her because then she reverted back to back throw into Vortex Cami, And then mm. in 5, they didn't change much about her. And like, mm. sad. Like, honestly... Tiger Knee Cannon Strike Cami might be the second most fun Cami that there's been, but 
obviously that move was super good. We get that, you know, but at least you keep that, but balance her around that, you know, like. Yeah, that would be, that would have made sense. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, trust me, Zilcho. Kami's my favorite, like, one of my favorite Street Fighter characters ever because I've gone to battle with her so much. But the thing is, when I played her in Super Turbo, I just, she, I played a grappler. I 100% played a grappler, and that was it. And, like, it's, it, I, I never realized how much I just played her as a grappler until, oh, yeah. like, recently, so. Oh, yeah. All mm. right, anything else to say about this Street Fighter game? The Cap Jam stuff is really, really cool because uh, their music is really neat and uh, I just it's, they, their mixes are really, really nice. So I'm happy about that. Gone to battle with Cammy White. Cap Jams. I mean, no, it's, I mean, I, descri- I describe it that way because honestly, you look at the fandom of players with their characters and a lot of it really just comes down to being like war buddies, you know? I mean, you have gone to battle with these characters so often that you just gain this camaraderie with that character. You know, obviously people out there can divorce themselves from that. But a lot of people, I mean, there's a reason why when third, when Street Fighter 3 came out, the game bombed. And when 4 came out, there was a line around the block because people were going like, my God, Block is back, Dial's back, you know, there's... There's reasons for that, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's because Blanca's cool and, and Guile's cool and Remy and Necra suck. How sure, dare you, first of all. True. Second of all, yeah, I've had many important conversations with my war buddy, you know? There mm-hmm. I am after a long, hard-fought session with my war buddy, and I turn <laughs> to him and I go, good fight, huh? And he goes, ugh. <laughs> Good old third strike Q. Man, what a what a beautiful character. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Q is making it to Street Fighter 6. I'm really no curious to see what time. Well, it has to take place after five, because Luke and Ryu looked a little older. But I'm just wondering how much. Is it gonna be still before third strike? Is it gonna be after third strike? So many questions. Sure, I think they're gonna finally go past third strike. <sighs> think that's the move. All right. All right. Fighting game round table. Third one. Third round table that they've ever done. Really happy that they brought it back because I was wondering, where are my round tables? Um, I, I really love these things. Yeah, we didn't get anything greatly new out of them, but I just love listening to their, to, to the devs talking to each other. Did you, did you guys get a chance? Here's to who we had. Yes, I did yeah. watch we had Harada from Tekken. We had Daisuke from Guilty Gear. We had Akira Katano from Guilty Gear Strive. We had Akira Nishitani from Arika. We had Shuhei Matsumoto from Street Fighter V. We had Oda from King of Fighters. And we had Seiji Aoki from Virtual Fighter Esports. Mm-hmm. So a nice little round table of folks there. And then Hamako on there as well. And yeah, I, I liked it. I watched a bunch of it. So briefly, they talked about things like, what do you think about free-to-play in fighting games? And the differences and various advantages, etc., between 2D and 3D fighting games. They talked about how they feel about their competitors' products, how the other <laughs> fighting games, you know. They also talked about what genres they liked outside of fighting games. That was cool. Harada is a, is a shooter games player. He likes playing yeah. FPS. He also of likes playing strategy does. games like Civilization because he was saying that uh, his family sees the Civ game and they think that he's doing work because I guess in some way it looks similar to whatever he's doing as work. Right. And so they don't, they don't bother him while he's playing Civ. 
All right. Which is and a great again, answer. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, even as silly as some of those things sound and everything like that, I love that. I love getting the personalities out of them. And, you know, I've often said that Shuhei just looks like somebody that I just want to hug. He just seems so adorable. You know what I mean? He's like... I feel like he's the kind of guy that I would, like, go have a beer with. Yeah. You know, like, we, could, we could talk about stuff. Tupperware uh-huh. and him, they would talk about music, and I would talk with him about like video games and stuff. Yeah, I feel like, that's, and, like, like they could talk about sneaker culture or whatever, and I'd be like, whatever. I, but then I, I'd grab a beer for us. I remember before be cool. Carolyn left Capcom, like I asked her, I was like, "Please tell me Matsumoto is just as adorable in person as he seems in all the videos and stuff." And she was like, "He is the most adorable person ever." And I was like, "Yes," because <laughs> I mean. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, he plays one-player games because he does competitive games all day at work, which makes sense to me. That's what his his answer was. Um, Dice Case said he likes indie games just as a broad category, which is, like, super on-brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oda likes one-player games as well. He mentioned Ghosts of Tsushima. So, yeah, I thought yeah. that was cool. A little insight into them, you know, what they like outside of stuff. Cool. <laughs> and the cool thing was, like, even though the second segment was completely fluff and useless, they did this thing where they busted out their treasures, like, and the studio team had a contest with the remote people. Uh, Hamiko had to be the judge. Poor Hamiko, because he had some bad, he had some tough time making decisions. But uh, some of the stuff that they made was, re- that they showed was incredible, you know, like Harada showing all of the the Tekken concept stuff with Walrus Man, who I'm oh, going to freeze. Okay. I'm going to freeze you and eat you. There's like literally a guy in like this Walrus costume, and it's written like as like a word balloon above his head that says like I'm going to freeze you and eat you. Matsumoto actually busted out the entire like Street Fighter, the animated movie, like the the the, the first one, uh, storyboard film reel, dude, twenty four millimeter. It might as well have been. It was the entire storyboard in a book. Oh, like, that's cool. He actually had the, and then that he busted cool. out a Japanese copy of the Street Fighter, the American movie soundtrack, which then I later on on stream. Busted out my copy of it, which was still <laughs> sealed. <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> so Matsumoto and I are best friends. He even said his favorite fighting game character in King of Fighters was Kenzo. Me and Matsumoto are best friends. Like right now, the two of us, we are we are buddies, dude. Next Just time send I send him an email. Yeah, I, tell him send him a message saying, "Hey, you're adorable." Let's see how you're that my goes. Best friend. Maybe yeah, maybe it'll I go well. I kind know. of already did. <laughs> okay, well, good luck. Slide <laughs> those DMs, James. <laughs> yeah, slide right in there. Good luck. I, I kind of already did. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, look, they did talk about some other stuff. We talked about a lot of the things that they talked about, but um, another thing that they uh, showed there, but that was also shown elsewhere, was that in DNF Duel, the release date will be june 28th they also which is wild because it's not at evo which right would be a whole other discussion but yeah no i, I weird, actually weird weird to me very weird i actually think this is a perfect time to talk about that let, let me just briefly say that they also showed ghost blade character they teased uh, i believe female mechanic is what i read and it's also going to be in the next season of the arc revo world tour but yeah i mean 
let's 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 talk about that because I think that's very interesting. Hundred thousand. I'm sorry. Uh, was it hundred thousand dollar prize for both games? So it's going to be two hundred thousand dollars total. Arc Reva will give out a hundred thousand dollars for both for each game. So that's really sick. Huge. Good job to them. Good job to them. Dude. Is does Duel have? A place that is going to be like a lasting impact in the competitive FGC. Like, is it is it like a side piece for fans of Dungeon Fighter generally, or is it going to be more than that? Because yeah, the fact that it's not at Evo, which will be taking place over a month later, Evo is in early August, and in the past they have had games that have come out in about that window, you know, a mm-hmm. little bit over a month at Evo. Is that a sign that like it's not? going to be pushed slash adopted or at least in their minds i don't know what, what do you think could be it could just be that rick has a different philosophy that maybe that's still even too soon or something like that or you never know they probably maybe have an exhibition over there how much you want to bet they have like an exhibition where they just like get certain players to, to to actually enter a tournament like they'll check the pulse to see in the first two weeks chris g will probably be killing everybody with you know weird obscure character and they'll invite him and justin and you know tokido tubaware daigo i mean all these players are clearly in the same class so yeah. you know i think uh no i yeah. mean i i i I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some sort of uh, exhibition or something for the game there. <clears throat> I think they just weren't willing to pay ball. And Evo's like, look here, you're a new game. You give us X amount of dollars. And they're like, you know what? Nah, we don't need you. Our IP's too big anyways. That's what I think probably happened. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't know. I don't know what happened myself. I'm mean, Obviously, none of us know. Um, I I would like it to be in places like Evo or just in tournaments in general. I really enjoyed the beta. I had a blast <laughs> it with it. It was so fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. And I sad I didn't get to play it. I mean, I say that without even having known about a lot of the stuff at the time. I didn't see anybody. I never played against a Crusader, and I didn't see anybody using Crusader on a stream until after that weekend. And so I didn't know that he was Agonos. What? There's yeah. they put Agonos in the game. No. <laughs> Yeah. When it actually when it actually comes out, I'm I don't even know who I'm gonna play. It might might be Agonos, might be Grappler, might be Dalson, whatever the Dalson players uh, character. Who's the who is the me character? The you. You're hard to pick for. Yeah. I'm hard to pick. I feel like I pick a very we'd have to forward find which character. character is the best in the game, and then that's what you would pick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's pretty easy to. Yeah, pick. I mean, I fought against the Crusader, and it was really interesting. I was like, "What the heck?" I mean, it was funny because like I fought, I didn't know what I was doing. I only played like two yeah. hours of it right before it closed, and like I fought some guy, and I was like, "Let me try Grappler." Not a good character to try to learn in two hours, I think, <laughs> of playtime. So I quickly switched to the Inquisitor because she had the giant wheel of death. Which was just, like I said, every time I unleashed it, I kept screaming on my stream, the wheel of fate is turning, you know, like every time I bust that out and like I fought someone who destroyed me, then he switched to their secondary and then I started figuring out what to do. And then they went to Crusader and like me and him fought like Inquisitor Crusader for like this large chunk. And it was, dude, it was, it was a blast. Like the game, like I say it in the most 
genuinely happy way possible. The game felt very degenerate, you know, and yeah, I okay, say that with 100% positivity. Like, I was you, loving you it. One whoa, whoa, whoa. And this James, wheel comes James, out this and game, spins for five seconds. Yeah. This wow. game has beginner-friendly mechanics, though, James. I don't think you're allowed to like this. <laughs> no, no. See, what a lot of people don't understand is I think beginner-friendly mechanics suck, but beginner-friendly gameplay? That is what DNF Duel has, and I just didn't get a chance to talk about that, to be honest, because my my video was already 25 minutes long, and I had to cut it in half. So I didn't get a chance to get to the second half of it, but honestly, like just being able to throw out a giant wheel of death and lock them down for like five seconds, like that's not a beginner-friendly gameplay mechanic. That's just, it's fucking fun, you know? Like <laughs> you just get happy doing that. It's, that's the point, right? That's what's amazing. I'm very excited for it. I'm looking forward to the game a lot, but I guess I'm not sure. It feels to me, as far as it's sort of competitive, uh, likelihood of getting picked up big time. It's a, it's a stacked FGC environment right now. Oof. And I think it's stacked in a way where um, many of the like sub-genres of fighting games have really good like high-profile representatives in them right now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you you it, it's sometimes been in the case in the past that, like there hasn't been like a great modern 3D fighter or like there hasn't been like a really good new anime air dasher type game or whatever you know what i mean like these little various subgenres, but i feel like all of them are represented right now and so it, i hope that there will be a room for the competitive fgc i feel like it'll sell i guess that's not what i'm worried about probably not as much as some other games but like it'll sell for sure mm -hmm. i just i just i'm not sure i hope that there will be people who play it i'm looking forward to trying it out again i'm not going to commit to taking it seriously competitively like yeah. any game but i ex i would i will expect that i'm going to enjoy it because i like the beta so much yeah, so I, ho I hope there will be people playing it. Yeah, it's it's clearly the 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 best worst time for fighting games, or the worst best time for fighting games, because like there's so many games and it's so awesome, but it's awful because I can't play all of them, <laughs> and they are all good. You know, when it was like you had to worry about playing Street Fighter or Mace the Dark Age, you're just like. <laughs> No problem, dude. No problem. Listen, man. All twelve Mesa Dark Age fans are gonna be very upset with you. Oh yeah. no! Oh, that's right. I gotta upset. gotta learn my lessons from Justin talking trash yeah. about Street Fighter the movie, right? So, oof. that's right. That's right. By the way, there were also announcements for the other games that were there. Uh, Arika Vexel is gonna have a new netcode system that they say is the next generation of netcode. It already has rollback. And they're saying yeah, that this is the next is. generation of netcode, that it will be two to three times as good. This is the claim. Sure. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Sure, that I don't know what that well. means, but sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would all love that, of course, if they figured out some way to drastically improve netcode. And then also, Virtua Fighter is actually going to get Tekken costumes. Not just yeah. costumes, but like the whole like HUD it's is It's just Tekken. them. Yeah, and it's just them. Dude. Like, it's kind of crazy yeah yeah so there actually is stuff coming for virtue fighter they also they're going to be hosting more tournaments to help grow the scene no yeah. new game on the okay. horizon but yeah anyway there you go yeah. a little bit of <laughs> yeah, info i know about the <laughs> dude as soon as fexel announced that all i could say was are they going to absorb the net code you know <laughs> like like you're the, playing an antarctica in a cave on one bar 3g yeah. wireless 
and you're still going to be able to play someone in the Midwest. That's that's the the evolution. Factor. Yeah, my training partner for Fexel is on the International Space Station. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you good? Anything else to say about this? At first, I when I saw that video, I thought they actually put Jin and Heiachi into the game, and I was like, "Whoa, they're adding new characters!" And then it was costumes, and I was kind of sad, but at the same time, probably don't want to disrupt the environment of the game just at this point in time. Yeah, so, if you're yeah. gonna do that, just just make a new game at this exactly, point. Exactly, exactly. That one's been through enough mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, unless you want to make a VF uh, VF five HDR, then you know maybe. It- Anyways, um, okay, let's. We've been making we've been making Julian wait long enough, so let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're gonna bring bringing on Mister Beautiful Dude to the stream. So, uh, well, before we go, James, I've been wondering something all yes. stream long. Yes. Before we were contacted by them, had had either of you heard of Manscaped before? Yes, I have. Yes, I'm very you invested have, you in. Have. In yes. hair technology, yes. Yeah, ooh. All right, well, I guess I'm the only one, but did you know that the Lawnmower 4.0 can trim not only your your junk and your balls, but it can also trim <laughs> your butthole? And I know this. I know this because I tried it out, and let me tell you, my butthole has never been as hairless as it is right now. Not since, like, 1996, at the very least. <laughs> And it has it has a, a light. It has a light on it. So when you're looking back in the mirror, you can clearly see your butthole. It's extremely useful. This is important. I mean, this is this is important stuff right here. I mean, because that's like the whole thing, right? I mean, again, you can use the coupon code UCTV for twenty percent off of all orders at Manscaped.com. That's right, James. If- Free shipping at manscaped.com with use code UCTV and unlock the confidence you've always wanted in your shaved butthole. Look, you I'm know, just I'm laughing so much here. Tumbleware is that I did exactly the same thing. Free buttholes. All I'm just gonna say is that (laughs) as an Asian man, outside of what you see right now, there is only one thing that I can trim. (laughs) Alright. I'm definitely not gonna be able to uh uh I don't think I'm gonna be able to trim where the sun doesn't shine. So unfortunately. So trust me, with the light on the lawnmower 4.0, the sun will be shining. You have the power of the sun in the palm of your hand. It's right there. Hey, give me give me that call to action one more time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh you get twenty percent off and free shipping with code UCTV at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and you code UCTV. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Beautiful. Shave your butthole. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. <laughs>
Oh, man. All right, uh, let's bring so, on beautiful so like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful dude. Oh, wait, what's this in the chat? Beautiful dude has left the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got his own lawnmower 4.0 for sure. He's already yeah, on board. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. All he knows right. what a clean butthole feels like. All right. All right, we'll it. be right back, guys. Uh, don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. We have we are bringing on our guest for today, and that is going to be uh, none other than, borrowing a phrase from Rob TV, uh, Mr. Beautiful Dude. How are you doing, sir? Hey, how you guys doing? It's me, Beautiful Dude. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. For sure. Thank you. It's, uh, it's uh, I've always wanted to be on this show, so I appreciate you guys having me like on. Like I said in the pre-show, I, I, I fought for you. I was like, listen... We're making this happen. So actually, I, I hit you up and you immediately hit me back. And said, "Yeah, I want to be on the show." So that, was, that made my life really easy. I appreciate it. Don't don't underestimate me being bored at work. Don't don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show like this. Same, yeah, same. I like the hair. Looking cool out there. Oh, trust me, Flo Toss. In the during the break, we already we already mentioned it. So we already said that's a requirement yeah, worry, to man. come on here. So you oh know. yeah. Yeah, and, and he is. He is. He's freshly shorn. We got it done. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We had to do it just now. All right, so yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to other things. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff. But as per usual, let's start off by asking you how you got into the competitive FGC. Uh, it, you know, it was it was the very the origin is pretty simple. I I I knew Fu. You guys uh, he's a Potemkin oh, player. Yeah. You guys may have known him. Yep. Uh, I've known him for since we were in elementary school and he got me into fighting games around high school. And he's like, Hey, there's this game called guilty gear. It's pretty sick. I'm like, ah, that's for nerds. I don't play fighting games. I don't play those games. I used to be a jock in high school. I was like, I don't play those games. Sick. He told me, but it has this beautiful character named Zotto and he has blonde hair. I'm like, Oh, and then I started playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it took to get you what in a, there. What a story. Okay. All right. All right. Cool, dude. What what made what made you jock? Were you like on? Were you captain of the football team? I, I played you? football and I was like, yeah, football sports, you know. And I I, I I used to play that a lot. But and then then Fu introduced me to to Guilty Gear and it actually ruined my life. It was pretty yes, good. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. now, you're you know, now, you're now you're a nerd. Now you're a nerd, Julian. CRT free. <laughs> it's hey, true. I play all I like anime. Oh, wait, no, it's not CRT. What's the 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 brain thing? Oh, the headband! Oh, it's so hot in here. Like it's no, no. In the, in the NFL, I was saying you don't have the the brain because you stop the, playing the thing that football. people wear down from playing football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically, C yeah. That, CTA, that's CTA, C yeah, says. whatever it is. Yeah, something like yeah, CRT. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> three of the four people on this stream played football. All right, so James that's is the true, only nerd. Yeah. God, David, how come you never that's played football? That's actually true. No, you you want to know what my football story is, or should I waste this time here? Like my my football story is the best football story in elementary school. I was such a low threat, and we were playing two two conversions for a first down, right? To get past the scrimmage twice for first down. I was such a low threat, no one covered me. So me and my best friend had the strategy that I would walk past the scrimmage line and stand there. And everybody would else would get covered, and my best friend would look for someone to pass to, and then he would just hand me the ball. And we won game after game <laughs> after game this way, and no one ever caught on. 
Wow. It was amazing. It was well, amazing. You were the best. You were actually the best, it turns out. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so when, when it came to you picking up a fighting game, we've talked with a bunch of people who had kind of sports backgrounds and then got into fighting games more competitively. Were you just like a competitive person looking for some outlet for that? Yeah, I, I've, I've been always been a competitive person, you know, even to this day. And, you know, and being introduced and getting my butt kicked from Foo for, for so long, just made me want to get better. And this kind of evolved from there. It went from Guilty Gear and then went to Street Fighter because I'm basically an 09er more or less. Right. Mm. So sports background really made me want to be competitive in these games because I don't like to lose. It's just how it is. I don't like to lose. And, <laughs> and it just it made me want to get better. And then I went to Marvel 3. Marvel 3 was actually my first actual go-to-tournaments game was actually Marvel 3. It's a smart, smart man. Fight. Smart man. I always oh, yeah, like three. You had Taskmaster. Let's go. And, and then Nova, <laughs> who cares? Taskmaster. We got Nova. Then you got Virgil on the back. It's okay. <laughs> not Virgil. It's fine. And that's just how it happened, really, which is competitive background. Just always love to compete. Well, but what what about fighting games were were the thing, or was it really just that Foo happened to draw you in? I mean, there's so many different types of competitive. Yeah, I mean, you could have been games. playing FPS yeah. or like. Yeah. I mean, were, were you a gamer before, at all? At all before that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would say I was, but what drew me to fighting games is that, in, in my opinion, at least when I got into them, I felt like every time I lost was my fault, and I I didn't have to, you know, I never liked mobile. Yeah. I never liked. The Counter Strike. I mean, they're fun. I could play them for funsies, but I can never really get into it because there's always an outlying factor, right? I feel like there's always an outlying factor, at least something of some lines, like a Mobit, you know, like League. I played a little bit of League, and I was like, I couldn't do it. It was too stressful for me. I'm not even kidding. It was too stressful. I couldn't do it. You know, letting down the team like that. But in fighting game, if it was if I lost, it was my fault. It was mostly my fault, at least I think, right? Yeah. It's, and I, I like that kind of responsibility where it's like I have. It's on me to get better. It's on me to. Uh, I understand. I understand. Trouble. Yeah, unlike when you're you know, quarterback of the football team and you're making the pass and somebody else drops it like that's that sucks. Right. You know that feeling well. Oh, yeah. Like, or, or, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, so, like the quarterback gets sacked or something. You're like, oh, damn it. I was out of my control. You know, mm -hmm. something like that. Oh, we lost because that, you know, yeah. it, those things, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. They have their place and they're great. But for me, I, I personally like that uh, the, the personal responsibility that fighting games or a single player type of things have. And, and, you know, kind of uh, piggybacking on that, there was something that we talked about a long time ago, um, you know, speaking to your competitive nature. It's kind of one of the things that turns you into a Zato expert, right? Because people said that playing Zato on a pad was going to be impossible. <laughs> that was one of my biggest motivations. No joke. Ooh, you know, it was one of the people like, you can't do that, Julian. You can't learn Zato on pad. You can't learn. It was Accent Court Eddie at the time. You can't right. learn Eddie on pad. You can't do it. You have to buy a stick. You got to do it. And I was at the time pretty poor. And I was also extremely stubborn. I said, no, I will learn him on pad. I'll show you and I'll show everybody else. And I had to invent in my, at least at the time, invent how to play uh, Eddie on pad because besides one or one, maybe two people, uh, there was no pad eddies at that time, especially for plus R. There was, I'm pretty sure for plus R, because that's when I really started getting to Guilty Gear's plus R. Uh, there was no pad eddies. They, okay, they all either you... stopped playing in, in plus R or, you know, or yeah, it was Eddie was a rare breed at that time. So I pretty much had to invent how to play him myself. There was a lot of stubbornness and motivation. I'm, I'm curious about that. I, I don't know. I haven't played plus R myself. What, what about that character made pads so difficult? And then um, how did you... How did you go about like solving this problem of you know that everybody else had had identified? Uh, basically, he has a big thing with negative edge where you have to hold buttons for people that don't know. You have to hold buttons and you release buttons and something happens. And Zato is all about doing that. He's two characters at once, 
So right. my whole thing was how do I get around the limitation of holding multiple play buttons without having a stick? Because the advantage of having stick, you know, you have your fingers instead of a thumb, right? So you can easily hold the slash and the and the punch button with ease because you know you're you know you're using your fingers like this, <laughs> but with, with a thumb you're you're going like you're you know you're using this, which is a lot more difficult. Right. So I had to find a way to make that work. And my strategy was based, uh, using Eddie's moves that has a lot of blocks done. And then but when that is happening, I would quickly switch my thumb to the other side and it won't, the combo won't drop because the Mawaru has like, it's like a hit that goes ching, ching, right? I can kind of right. switch fingers really fast between that. And I also hmm. developed a technique of kind of ghosting my thumb on like, for example, you see this, the heavy slash of the drill. I have the drill right here. I do two two H, and at the same time, I'm also holding the slash, which is the the, the triangle button right here. So I do two H drill, and if someone jumps on me, just easily release S, and it's, it's not hard. It's actually not that crazy once you get to it. Now, does that feel? I mean, are there any things that you actually can't do that other Zato players can? And are there things that you can do that others can't? You know, honestly, it's always tough to do like the the punching stuff with like Eddie Punch, like the Eddie mm -hmm. P. Uh, it's a little bit easier in Strive now, and in Exert, it's not it's not that hard to. But that's always like the thing that's a little bit more difficult because it's in an awkward spot. It's all the way you know over right. here. But I, I also developed a way to you know kind of get around it. You know, like maybe do off a drill, then quickly switch back, and then switch back this the the two S. But, you know, you know, there's also some higher execution stuff that's hard. Like, you know, the old games like Shadow Gallery Loops and stuff. I never to this day learned how to do it. I don't know how to do Shadow Gallery Loops. I get yelled at all the time. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be optimal to win in Guilty Gear. You really don't. You, you don't you. have to do that Thank at all. That's a Thank big you. misconception, by the way. Just putting that out there that people say, like, you have to do optimal stuff all the time. That is not true. Not in Guilty Gear. Not in Guilty Gear. I mean, I, in fighting games. I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Talk, yeah. To, talk to us about that. People, oh yeah, the optimization is like you know that's always a misconception with these characters like Zato or Relius and Blaze Blue or something like that, where it's like you have sure. the craziest stuff to win. You got to do the high execution, be off them all the time, and you know I it's one of the things I get that motivates me. Like every time I do really well in the tournament or I win a major or get top eight, I'm like, see, look, I I play these basic ass versions of Zato or Relius, and I do really well. You can play a basic game plan and do fantastic because you have these characters that literally have the most insane neutral. And great in set play. You don't have to do the insane uh, execution stuff. Does it help? Of course. But do you have to do it? No. And I, like, and that's why I always try to prove it's. It's all about having the simplified game plan. You know, yeah. It's like I said. I mean, I feel like that. That's true of just about any fighting game. You know, oh, I yeah. often tell people that when I try to teach them uh, fighting games that you know, tr forcing yourself to be optimal is not the right way to go. Honestly. You can be optimal for yourself. <laughs> Nothing feels worse than dropping the combo because you try to get 200 or 300 more damage, you know, or something like yeah. that. It's not worth it, in my opinion, especially in a tournament setting. You drop that combo. In, in Guilty Gear, they do tech buttons and they murder you. You're like, ah, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've had a lot of success. I mean, you've, you've won big tournaments. You've been in top eights and big events. Um, you know, I guess maybe we should have said that if you're, if people watching aren't somebody who, you know, follows Arxis types games very closely, like Beautiful Dudes had a lot of success in tournaments. Um, and and yeah, I think that it is commonly the case that people in a, in a big tournament winning kind of role will try to squeeze everything that they can out of it. So I think this is a really interesting perspective. But what do you feel allows you to keep up? I mean, what other sides of the fighting game 
sort of gameplay? Like, are you maybe lifting up even higher than somebody else who may be concentrating more on execution? Um, I, I hope this answers the question, but I feel like my secret to, I guess, the success or doing well is uh, playing multiple fighting games. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, I feel like my fundamentals are, are pretty strong. Uh, I don't like to toot my own horn, but yeah, I think my it. fighting game fundamentals are pretty strong uh, by playing a bunch of different fighting games. So I can come back to my main games and I can uh, I can put that into it. You know, it, I played Tekken 7 really hard for a while. You know, I played Soul Calibur. I played all these games. There, yeah, <laughs> I know why you're laughing. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, continue, so, continue forward. Yeah, I, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely tell it if you want me to. I definitely will. But you know, but, <laughs> I mean, I want you to. Yeah, uh, go for it. Yeah. Okay, I will. But you know, <laughs> anyways, you know, playing all these different fighting games and then putting it. Into 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 guilty gear or blaze or whatever is invaluable, and I, I I can't stress that enough to anyone else who wants to become good. You know, like just a strong player in any game, you want to become strong. Like just in general, I can't stress enough. Playing multiple fighting games will help you do that. It'll it'll make you go fast. It'll, it'll make you go faster. I'm not saying it's the only path, but it will help you. It will. You all those perspectives. I can't stress enough. What, what do you what do you feel specifically like? Wait, are, aren't, aren't we going to ask him about the story here? Do we do we want the the, the answer to the story here? Yeah, let's get the story yeah. in. Okay. I want to hear it. Yeah, the way. <laughs> <laughs> and also, David, move closer to your mic because oh yeah, you're, you're, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll make this short version because I don't want to spend too much time on it. But basically, <laughs> what happened? I wasn't going to do tech. You know, I I wasn't. I was. I entered it. I played my two month, literally my one month and a half year clock. No, one month and a half. Claudio, Green Rank Claudio, is playing Tekken because I think the game is super sick. I was like, wow, this game is so awesome. I love it. Claudio is like me in real life. I'm being Tekken. I love it. I'm going to play this game. And I was just playing my friend a little bit. And, uh, and I, was, I was like, you know, I got to do Guilty Gear. That I got to do Guilty Gear. I'm sorry. I'm going to DQ myself. And my friend just tells me, hey, Julian, don't you want to fraud someone out of Hopkick? And I went, yeah, okay, fine. I'll do it. It's 10 a.m. pools. I'll do it. And I go to play her and I, I sit down, you know, I'm getting the spark notes version. I sit down and I'm already like, I already lost my first match. I was like, ah, I'm going to just die to her. I don't even know who this person is. It was Tanakana. I just kind of heard of her. She had this huge entourage. It was insane. And then I, I sit down and I'm, gonna, I'm playing her. And I know she's nervous because I think she got sent to losers pretty early too, right? <laughs> so she got sent to losers and I'm, I'm playing her. And I noticed she's scared. And that's one thing. I've been playing fighting games for a long time. I know when somebody is scared. Right. I know when someone's uh, someone's scared. So I, I kind of took advantage of that every single time I saw AOP, the, the Art of Phoenix stance for people yeah. that know what that is in Tekken. I hop kick literally every single time because I never fought a Ling in my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who Ling was. So, you know, and I'm playing the best one or, or something like that. So I, 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 I hop kick, you know, I did the, the most net play things you could do. Like I just backdash, you know, I did sidestep low and then I did sidestep again. And guess what I did? I hop kick and it was a mix up. You know? <laughs> and I can tell she was so scared. I was like, oh, I can win this. I won the first game. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And then she wins the second game. Like, oh, no, I can't do this. You know, like she downloaded me, you know, the typical, you know, like they take the first game. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's, it's over. I, I can't do this. It's, it sucks. But I know she's shaking. She's like, I can't. I'm going to lose to this random idiot. And while that's <laughs> happening, I swear to you guys, I swear to you, in the background, American people are going, send this guy back to Guilty Gear. Send him back to anime. I'm like, whoa, hey. Like, 
<laughs> oh, like, uh, like, like the, these randoms, like, uh, these, you know, I can't say that word, but like, you know, cheerleaders, I'll say that's a nice one. I'll say cheerleaders were going, send him back to Guilty Gear. He doesn't play Tekken. I, I, was, I was flattered to know who I was at the time, to be honest, but, uh, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and I, and I kept playing her and then it's final game. It's a final game. I'm, I'm down. I'm up two one rounds. I'm like, Oh, I'm about to win. This is crazy. You know, and the, 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 the cheerleaders are going ballistic, you know, and I can tell she's like, I look at over, she's shaking again. And I, you know, she only, she's down to one more combo. That's it. That's it. I have one more combo and I kill it. So I have starburst, which you guys don't know. It's his, uh, Claudio's kind of like enhanced version Power of enhances yeah. some moves. Yeah. yeah. So I do running two, which is plus seven on block. It's a high, but it's 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 plus seven on block, and I hit him with the I hit him with the most net play mix up you can possibly do. Forward forward two, I'm plus seven, and I go down two two. The shoe shine. That's a that's a multi hitting low. <laughs> it's like twenty two frames or something like that since the first hit. The two hits are not a true combo unless it's counter hit. And it wasn't counter hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i comboed her and then it, and i and i and i beat her and you know i tried to shake her hand and the worst part was mateo instead of cheering at me cheering or you know saying good job julian wow or hugging me all he did he's such a cruel son of a gun all he did was look at me look at her and he just started laughing it was so cruel <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's like ah <laughs> oh man <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. Uh, to say at the time, at the time, of course, you know, like like Julian said, big following. You were kind of the enemy of uh, of Tekken oh, yeah. at that point. So it was very interesting because like the the people who were like the like net play warriors or like like they didn't like me at that time. But the people that actually played Tekken in tournaments, we I became really good friends with them, and I started going really hard up in Tekken after that. They were super <laughs> supportive, and they were super happy. They're like, "Good shit, good job, Julian. That was awesome." Like you should play in our in our locals. Like oh, I will. Thank you. It's super <laughs> That's cool. awesome, actually. Okay. Yeah, what, I, I love. What the year was that? So much. Oh, 2017. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the Tekken community so much. Like to this day, I I want to play again. Honestly, if the netcode ever gets better, I'll, I'll play again. Oh, man, I hear well, that. You'll be waiting on Tekken Eight. Yeah. yeah. At least. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Bandai Namco even decides to go rollback, because nothing associated with yeah. them is rollback right now. Who so. knows? So you, you know, have what someone said in the chat. It's like te- Claudio has such a small move set, so you can just play him very fundamentally, and that was mm-hmm. something I, I used to my advantage. Claudio is such a simple character: right. hop, hit, forward three, uh, running two, stuff like like a great, just normal person hmm. uh, move set. I I used that normal person, normal guy, normal, normal, <laughs> yeah, normal guy. guy. <laughs> oh man! So you have all this experience in the Guilty Gear games. Um, you talked about a couple of them, but Strive is out, and I am very curious how you felt about Strive, you know, even before release, and then once it was actually out, and you were able to play, try it out. How do you how do you feel about it? How how have you been feeling about it? You know, Strive is an interesting game because uh, I, I man, it's hard to say. I I I, I like the game. I, I think it's more of its own thing than an actual the actual guilty gear but i think that's okay and that's nothing wrong with that at all mm-hmm. and at the time i always that's why i never had a huge backlash with the game because you know when i first played it all the way back from arc revo the demo i knew was gonna be something completely different and you know honestly i think it's cool and i'm still playing it you know i've i've been playing a lot more blaze blue because rollback's been amazing oh right 
you know, even since day one, I always felt like, oh man, this is going to be extremely di different whether I like it or not. You know, personally, I'm an Exer player. I play Accent Core. I'd rather have the games be like that. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, that's, I vastly yeah. prefer that. I will say that. But, but as its own thing, I think it's really cool. And I'm glad Strive Zotto is super fun and sick to play. I think he's so good it, now. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, if he was, if he was trash or not in the game, oh my god! I don't, I don't know. Two uh, P. What but, a button! What a great button! Oh, it's fantastic. It's the <laughs> stupidest Doopy. thing I've ever seen. Dude, just do this. Like I have an Eddie plush right there. It's great. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah. It's even the modern Eddie too, dude. It's dude, the modern what, Eddie. Where did you get that from? I got a commission made. It was someone, uh, I got a link at one of these. Uh, soon, oh, my I got a commission God. made. It's, it's wonderful. I is want one. I want one so bad. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah I'll show you. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's a great game. I think it's super cool. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I feel like what you were saying about playing multiple games, that kind of leads you to that mindset a little bit. Once you start jumping around and understanding that all the games are so different. Even when Guilty Gear itself changes, you know. Yeah, like, it makes. Of course, all the Guilty Gears have been different from one another, and that's mm -hmm. something I have to admit, absolutely. Uh, but to the, the difference from Strive to the other Guilty Gears is even for that. It's, yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 massive. It's well, it, I mean, being being a player of the older Guilty Gears, though, we're, we're talking about a lot of Strive. Did you think the Guilty Gear would ever? be this popular did you think that combo breaker would have over 800 entrants you know two pr months prior to the event happening like it I, I feel like you know you guys came from the bottom now you're here type of situation right and i think that's awesome don't get me wrong i'm very thankful like one thing i will always love about strive is seeing all these new people get into the game i love guilty gear i love seeing people get into guilty gear i don't care which one you get into so i see people go into strive it makes me happy and seeing 800 people like that's so cool i saw curly make a, uh, another update on that i'm like my god like that's awesome and that's great i am thankful for that i, I just uh, at the same time there's a part of me that says if maybe maybe i'm wrong and i could totally be wrong but maybe if exert had that same amount of love of the marketing the net code being great the net product code. being great would it have the same or maybe less success as strive was it really the gatlings or you know the other stuff or air movement that really was pulling it back I, i'm not convinced by that personally but still i still think strive is sick and it's a lot of fun and i, I still play it I mean, a good way to put it is I've been a Johnny player and until Plus R, he was never really good, but that came out late. And then Exert comes out. Johnny is freaking busted and amazing in that game. And I never played it because of the net code. And I love Guilty Gear, you know? So, yeah, that's a really good question. If that game came out with the net code and all that stuff, would it be as popular as Strive is now? It's a really good question. Yeah, it's always something. It's a lot of what ifs, right? Obviously, I'm speaking on a purely hypothetical, you know, but it's something to think about is that maybe if maybe or you know, hypothetical exit three got the same treatment that Strive did, would it be as popular as Strive is now? Maybe, maybe not. But it is something that I think is worth, you know, thinking about. So you're playing a lot of a game that you have been playing for a long time, Blaze Blue. Uh, it's now got rollback out. Um, can you talk about how you feel, you know, what, what, what is it that draws you to 
Blaze Blue, uh, we talked a little bit about what you're interested in, in in gear. I'm curious about what you're interested in in Blaze Blue. Uh, Blaze Blue is a kind of like Guilty Gear, where it's pretty free form on what you can do. It's a little bit more structured, but the amount of options you have in your disposal, especially on defense, is something not even Guilty Gear has, in my opinion. Which is why, to this day, it's still my favorite fighting game of all time. At least, like the slightly modern is Blaze Blue for sure. Because not only is defensive mechanics incredible, but the things you can do to escape the cheap stuff in Blaze Blue is quite a lot compared to even Guilty Gear Exert or Plus R or Strive, what have you. And that's something I always valued was having strong offense and strong defense, right? And I feel like Blaze Blue is right right now at this moment has the right balance of that. So it's 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 been I feel like a great experience to play that game all over again. Plus, I love Rallyus. That character so sick. <laughs> And are you are you like obviously you're a little bit more tuned into the Blaze Blue community with this rollback? Have you just seen like the most ridiculous resurgence in Blaze Blue players at this moment? It's been insane, you know. Like obviously, it's cooled down since it first came out. Uh, you know, especially with all these new games coming out, like KOF and you know Persona. Right. Even Personas came out recently. Right. But if people are still playing, I still see lots of people playing. Every time I stream the game, there's definitely still a good amount of people for me to play. Like, is it as crazy as it was the month one? No, definitely not. But is it's still a good amount. There's been a lot of new people that have been, been playing too, which is really makes me happy to see. Nice. So, I mean, at this point in time, you know, if do you feel like that this might be a good push or proof to Arxis that it's time to make a new Blaze Blue? <laughs> Man. Oh man, a new blaze move made by current arc. Uh, yeah, I would, I would be down for it. You know, honestly, screw it. I think, you know, I think it'd, it'd be neat. You know, uh, I would, I would be a little scared to see, you know, uh, see what would happen. To be honest, but hey, you know what, Arxis is pretty rad, and I, I trust them to make some cool stuff. So I hope they blaze move comes back in some form. Honestly, you know, the, they got some good people there. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like totally, just like. My brain is going crazy here, but it would be cool if they left Blaze Blue as like the complex game, you know, like they didn't try to simplify it like they did with a lot of the other games. Oh, here we go again on your beginner stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny how that happened. The history of that, like Guilty Gear was always the complex real man, real Mm -hmm. man's game. You know, and then Blaze Blue was the Blaze Baby game. right? And I used to be like that, too. I was like, this game's for babies. I don't care about Blaze Blue. And then now, I'm not even talking about Strive, I'm talking about Exert. It, if you told me which game is more complex, Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue, you know, Guilty Gear Exert Rep 2 or Blaze Blue Central Fiction, I say Central Fiction for re, not even close. Mm-hmm. It's, it, that game is definitely more complex than, than, than Guilty Gear. And I play both of them at a high level, I would say. It, like, definitely Blaze Blue. Like, the characters you have to know, like, all these different system mechanics, you know. Yeah. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's up to you. But that's just how I feel about it. How do you feel about Testament? Oh, they're so cool! I uh, that honestly, I'm, I'm probably gonna play a lot more Strive. I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna <laughs> enter Combo Breaker for sure. <laughs> Testament looks so cool. I want I want to tell you right now, I'm very glad, and I, I think 90 percent, except maybe the 10 percent of angry Testament fans, were not happy that they don't have uh, stupid ass webs and invisible tree. They can hold that right now. That's for me. You can quote me on that. They can hold that. I don't care. I hope I, there's no way in hell that tribe Testament was going to be like old Testament. You're crazy. Yeah. There's no yeah. way. And Design we're all glad everyone who didn't play Testament is thrilled. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! Like, there's just no way that character was too cheap. <laughs> that character was too cheap in like every game. It's like no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, the year that uh, what was it? Flash Metroid, you know, and Alex G and and their teammate made top second place at the Evo team tournament. You know, it was a three man team. The team that won first place only had two players on it, and one of them was the best Japanese Testament player. I was probably Shonen or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, Action so. Core, Action Core Testament was a horrible mistake. But oh. I'm, I like the new direction of Testament because yeah. obviously completely different character, yeah. but still has a lot of really cool things that I think has a lot of potential for grime. Yeah, as soon as I saw the stain state, I was like, oh yeah, there's going to be some some yeah, grime for in sure. there. Yeah, uh, I want to try them. I, I think I think they look they look great. I love it. Then the aesthetic is wonderful too. Like, come on. Yeah, they look sick for sure. Uh, so you talked about combo breaker. I'm curious. Are you gonna be? Are you are you grinding? Are you trying to? Are you trying to take this event? Are you trying to take future events as well? Like, how seriously are you playing these days? You know, uh, it's you know, I've been I've been pretty chill on comp- on competition for quite a while now. You know, COVID just knocked all of us on our asses basically, and for myself included. You know, but I've still been playing. I'm still grinding Blaze Blue a lot. I'm gonna be playing a lot more Strive again real soon. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go pretty hard on it. You know, uh, I'm still going to play. I don't know if I'm going to enter anything tournaments online personally, but I'm going to grind long sets, which I feel like are very invaluable. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go hard for Combo Breaker. I'll probably go to Evo too. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know, it'll be fun to come back. It'll be weird. because it's been Got to so- hop kick people. It is going to be weird. It's kind of weird at Frosty's. Yeah, it's true. I wish I was at Frosty's, man. Uh, it was, it was kind of weird, man. It was, it was great, weird. but a little weird, yeah. You're you're still roommates with Fu? You two still room with each other? Oh, yeah, I love him, man. He's okay, downstairs okay. playing Game so, 15. Yeah, right I was about to say, yeah. you, you have a great practice partner, you know, living with you, right? So. Oh, he's one of the reasons why I got, you know, uh, good or at least decent and Guilty mm. Gear. Just playing him, just getting pissed off when I lose and beating him. <laughs> and getting pissed off and beating me. And the, the yeah. cycle continues. Same yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I would not uh, be here without him. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, I asked this question to everybody before they go. I mean, i really curious about this story. You know, you're obviously a hideous-looking human being here. Where did Beautiful Dude come from as the as nickname? As a jock, so. where did the name come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's the the, 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 the the name is pretty uh, – it's it's not as, as stupid and douchey as it sounds, even though it, it, I, be, I kind of went into it and be, made it become that. <laughs> but so basically how it happened, very simple. Uh, I went through five soldier surgeries – Three on my left, Ooh. two on my right, knocked me for about two years when I was in my my uh, my my older teens, nineteen to around twenty-two. Just couldn't do anything, sitting in bed for that long because multi-directional instability was really rough. Yeah. And uh, when I finally got out of it, you know, this just sounds corny, but when I got out of it, I used to be the dude twelve, right? That was my old name when I was playing Marvel and stuff. But when I got out of it. You know, I was like a brand new person. So I was like, you know, life's beautiful now. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, life's beautiful now. I feel beautiful now because of my shoulders. Now I'm beautiful dude now. I'm no longer Aww. the dude. Though. So that's actually how it happened. That's <laughs> so heartwarming. It wasn't me that just is... looking at the mirror and going, I'm beautiful. <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> it later actually... became that way. It later became that. But <laughs> that's not that's a great story, actually. Great that's, story. A, that's a really wholesome way for that to for that name to have come about okay yeah thank um, you it was a rough time but you know i felt like the name change is appropriate at the time because hey yeah. now i'm not in chronic shoulder pain anymore that's that's just <laughs> can, I, can i ask what happened with the shoulders 
Uh, it was just a genetic thing, multi-directional instability. It's a, a genetic thing from my, I think my oh. father. So I got it from him and it's, they had to, to suture the shoulders together. So, cause they were too loose and they were keep clicking and Damn. hitting each other. And it was, oh. I still get pain. I'm not going to lie. Like right now I feel discomfort, but it was a big difference from before where it was right. constant chronic pain, could barely wow. sleep for a while. It was really your life. So, you know, after that, it just, uh. You know, I, we finally got surgeries done, and you know, now life I'm is beautiful, back. dude. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Oh, you're waiting for that horseshoe? Well, no, someone said it in the chat too. Floatoss wow, said it in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna steal. I'm not gonna take credit for that. So that's cool. Yeah, hey, actually, Mortal yourself. Kombat, pretty much that. That's accurate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yo, g give me, give me the plugs. I'm sorry. What was that? Plug yourself. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. You can um, follow me on uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful DGG, or you know, I, I stream a lot of Blaze Blue. That's been doing pretty well. So please uh, follow me at beautiful uh, twitch.tv slash the beautiful dude. If you want to see Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear Strive, it's been great resurgence ever since then. It's, it's been wonderful. It's great. So come on through, guys. It's a lot of fun, and yeah, it's great. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome, dude. Thanks a lot for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Omi. Hey man, thank you for letting me come uh, come on by. I really appreciate it, guys. A lot of yeah, we'll, uh, we'll bring you back sometime. Oh, please do. I'd love to. <laughs> and thanks, thanks for thanks for shaving when we said that you couldn't come on here unless you had shaved your butthole. <laughs> I, I take one for the team, guys. All right, I'm a puppet player. You know, I would, I'll take, <laughs> just like Eddie takes a hit for me. I, I take the hit for you guys. You know what I'm okay. saying? I gotta do it. Yeah, and thanks for sending appreciate us proof. It. Right, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Later, dude. <laughs> Later, Omi. Uh, we will be releasing those picks into the internet uh, pretty soon, so just Ooh. keep an eye on uh, twitter.com slash ultrachantv. Oh, boy. Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot to Beautiful Dude for coming on. That was great. Yeah. Let's move on to our 5-5 five five matchup segment where we take questions from the viewers, where the people in the chat get to vote on which one we talk about. And since we have kind of had a long show already, we're only going to be doing one question. So when we read these out, think about which one of these you want to vote for. All right. And if you're a sub, you get two votes. There you go. That is right. Number one. That is correct. Given that the Japanese dev roundtable discussed it, what do you think is the right way to make a free-to-play fighting game? The Killer Instinct model? Or maybe Project L will show the way. Number two. With the fighting game scene mostly dominated by long-running games, what should a new IP do to be successful in this market, if it's even possible? And then number three, Daigo recently mentioned during his stream that fighting games are an outdated genre. What are your thoughts on this statement? Right. right, so the poll is ready to go. Just type in exclamation mark one, exclamation mark two, or exclamation mark three to vote. <clears throat> And uh, as I'm sitting here watching this, it definitely seems like, uh, ooh, interesting. Ooh. I think this is going to be a close one. In my opinion, well, these are all good and interesting Actually, questions. no, no. One question is starting to pull away with over half the votes. Again, just one. That's all we're going to be addressing. So make sure. It's and again, you know, don't forget that you can vote for questions. You can try to re-ask questions even if they don't get answered. So if you like one of the questions that doesn't win, submit it again in the next week and, you know then maybe the other questions won't be as good and we can vote for that one. So, But I think it's pretty clear no, now with 60% yeah, of the right votes. 60% of the votes, I'm going to go ahead and call it. Uh, it is number three, Daigo. 
Daigo's question over here. Whoops, that's not the right thing. I'm looking for this here. Daigo recently mentioned on his stream that fighting games are an outdated genre. What are your thoughts on this statement? Let me get So this, this question was sent in by Huh Gulps on Twitter, and they actually sent in also the YouTube video from FG Translated that actually like showed like you know, translated it that you could uh -huh, you could uh -huh. uh, understand it in English, and I was hoping for there to be more context. But actually, he's just basically talking about uh, how he believes that Capcom is in a good space right now, and he's like looking forward to Street Fighter Six and like a couple of other things. But he didn't actually go into detail on that. That was kind of a, <laughs> a, a single line oh, that no. he said okay. towards towards the end. Um, and then uh, he, so here I, here it is. I'll read it to you. He is saying. Um, to be honest, Capcom should just be making uh, those games, talking about other games like uh, Monster Hunter and mm -hmm, Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. And then he says, they have no obligation to make new games in this outdated genre called fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Wow. So there's, there's not a lot of other extra info there. And then, and then after that, he was like, look, I'm obviously I'm happy that they're making new fighting games. Like, I love fighting games. I want there to be new ones. But you know, that's, that's his view. So I guess as a result, you can kind of take this like however you want. In, in whichever direction you would like to take it, um, what do you think? I think, I think what Daigo's getting at is uh, fighting games have a limited amount of growth and what you can do with them as a developer. Uh, it's very difficult to, like, you can't put an Elden Ring amount of content into a fighting game. It's, 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 it's limited in what it can do, right? So, I mean, I think that's the, to what he's getting at. Monster Hunter is amazing. You know, Elder Ring is amazing. Like, oh, Devil May Cry even was incredible for, for, for Capcom. Not that Elden Ring was is a Capcom game, just to be yeah, clear. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm yeah. not stupid, everyone. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, th these games have a higher capacity for content that you can shove into them that will make casual players want to play them for 500, 600 hours. Fighting games don't really have that ability. Even if you could put in a amazing story mode, it, at what point does it not become a, a fighting game anymore? You know, if you're <laughs> running through an open world as Jin Kazama, just because Jin is in it doesn't mean it's a fighting game anymore. You know, so I, yeah, I, I think I understand what he means. I think that's what he's getting at. And do you agree in that case that fighting games are outdated? Uh, I don't think they're outdated in that they can't improve but yeah i think there's a limited capacity on what you can do with them uh i think nrs does probably the best at spreading out content as best you can but what more can you do i mean it's the gameplay itself can involve can evolve and become a better version of a fighting game but in order to have more it needs to expand beyond this genre is basically the, the the way it would be, and and I don't want more. Like I want more fighting games. I like fighting games. Yeah, I think there's millions of other people that like fighting games, so it's fine to make them. But you're never going to see like a quadruple A product be a fighting game because you can't. Yeah, even in the case of of NRS games like MK11, there's a tremendous amount of single player content and even like co-op content in the towers. There's a lot of stuff to do for somebody who's not interested in playing competitively. 
at the end of the day, all of those are still you playing the fighting game, even with like the extra rules that like they can put yeah. into there in the in the in the towers, the extra like gimmicks and fun stuff that that are in there. Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a fighting game match, just you know against this like absurd overpowered CPU that you and your friend are taking down, like whatever. But like f- fundamentally, it's very similar. I, I understand. So I, uh, yeah, I think that that's true. I'm not sure that that's more true about fighting games than it is about other well-defined, long-lasting genres. Um, I'm not sure that that's more true about like a fighting game than it is about um, many of the other like long-term uh, established kinds, like a I don't know an MMO, a a 4x game. Like they they are there are things that are sort of definitional about them and to stray too much means that it's no longer the genre sure so, yeah um, i agree I, yeah i think that that's i think that's just a kind of inherent limitation of, of almost any category mm-hmm. uh, i i don't i don't personally feel that fighting games are any outdated than any more outdated than other long-lasting genres they are not as recent for sure as more recent ones like the battle royale game or like mobas other things that have come about about in just the last you know dozen-ish years, more or less. Um, but there are still, I think, I think there are still lots of different ways to go in a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think right now you can see. I, I would say that right now is the most varied fighting games have ever been. Like yes, this current time for sure. is the yeah. most varied. Absolutely. Uh, and that I think is a sign that as fighting games age they're not like ossifying that is to say like they're not they're not getting stuck in a rut they're expanding and experimenting and trying new things and maybe at some point there's a limit to that but we're not there so i yeah i don't i don't personally feel like they're outdated in that sense like there's a lot of fun stuff and interesting stuff still left on the table and um i mean i i don't expect them in most cases to be the money maker that something like a you know resident evil or monster hunter or whatever is right that's not categorically true like mk11 sold whatever absurd <laughs> like number of 18 copies. million copies <laughs> yeah um, and and uh, and smash ultimate sold absurd 38 copies. million yeah. right mm-hmm. so like there are some there's some significant counter examples to that but in general yeah i think that's right it's just that i i don't feel that they're more outdated than other genres i guess yeah okay. i mean yeah i mean uh, my answer is, yeah, I do think fighting games are outdated. Um, mm. But I agree with David. This is not unique to fighting games. <laughs> I don't think right. this is a problem. I think this is a problem with a lot of genres. And it, it generally happens to genres. Uh, in, in the end, like, I've been thinking a lot about this, right? In in ways to make it so that fighting games can appeal to people. It's why, I, you know, I mean, Tubo keeps bringing it up. But the beginner mechanics thing, the reason why I get, I, I'm so frustrated with them is because I think that there's different ways to do it. And... I think fighting games are kind of stuck in a rut right now where they just keep doing the things that we've always done. And while we're getting good variety in terms of how the games are being played, we have to kind of think of them from a different scope. Like, I was even just kind of, um, like, spitballing this on my stream one time. I was like, when you think about when you watch a fighting game uh, in a tournament, and a lot of the time, the games are about putting someone in the corner, getting them trapped, right? Now, Strive obviously threw a loop for that. But in general, what that means is you're sitting there staring at literally one-fourth of the screen 
and it's not even in the center of the screen. You're looking at the side. And so, you know, when you're sitting here playing a fighting game and you're presenting it in esports, you're watching this corner of the screen and the rest of the stage is there doing absolutely nothing. And so I was like, why don't we design stages that have actual walls? And when you push them in the corner, you scroll the corner to the center of the screen and have the action focused in the middle. And yes, it feels claustrophobic, but it should. You should feel bad for getting put into the corner. So if you scroll the screen and make it claustrophobic for the other guy, and while they're getting hit, the bricks crumble and stuff in the background. They don't actually do anything, but it's a visual sign like, this place sucks. Like, why not start thinking outside the box and trying to do these kind of things in fighting games? And then, you know, I've always been a big voice about this, but I think online ranked sucks. I I know the Guilty Gear lobby suck, but I really love that they were trying to do something different. They failed, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that there's not a right way to do it in my uh, abil- uh, my opinion. And yeah, uh, East ML, Guilty Gear Wall Break is very similar to kind of, that's why I love the Wall Break system so much in Guilty Gear. Uh, you know, in terms of fighting game fundamentals, it sucks because you're losing the position and that's antithetical to some fighting games. But, you know, a lot of ways that there is, you know, there is ways to make it. I- I- I'm glad Guilty Gear is trying something different. I'm glad they went with the wall break mechanic because it is brand new. It is different. And it's one of the reasons why I love Strive. I love the counter hit message. I love the combo meter of death, you know, in the game and such. These are the kind of things I'm thinking of, you know, and this is why I do think fighting games are a little outdated. Ranked needs to be more enjoyable. It needs to be more fun. Uh, The fight itself needs to think about it more from a presentation standpoint because it didn't matter in the old days. We were just playing in arcades, but now we're playing fighting games on a big screen, on a stream for audiences. We have to start rethinking things. And again, like David said, you could substitute the term fighting game with practically anything at this point, I feel like. You know, we could say FPS, we could say RTS, and I'm sure a lot of people in those communities will feel kind of similarly. Uh, I just feel like we are at a point where we need to start looking at doing things a little bit more differently in the genre. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I would like to see more experiments like that. You know, I'm glad games like Phantom Breaker Omnia are coming out with, you know, very different mechanics. You know, as much as you want to make fun of a game like Fantasy Strike for not being able to crouch and stuff, you know. (laughs) To kind of build on what you're you're saying, James, Mm -hmm. uh, as far as the evolution of fighting games... Would you consider? I know you haven't really played it much, but would you consider Rumbleverse a fighting game then? I, I was thinking yeah. because about the that, same that feels example. like it would be the next evolution of fighting games to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would obviously be a very different kind of genre of fighting games, but absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because like that's why I think it's stupid when people say Smash isn't a fighting game. It's 100% a fighting game. And in fact, you know, I, I can go on for about 10 hours talking about why Smash is the smartest fighting game ever designed, ever. Like, it is just genius how they made that game and why, besides the fact that it has Mario and Zelda and Samus in it, why it is so addicting to play. Um, but absolutely... Rumbleverse could spawn a completely third genre. You know, they got the traditional fighting games. Well, actually fourth, 
traditional 3D platform fighters. And yeah, let's do a uh, let's do a absolutely uh, um, uh, 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 battle royale. Battle royale. Thank you. <sighs> I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Uh, <laughs> let's do an, a battle royale version of the fighting game. And from what I've seen of what Rumbleverse is doing, they are doing a lot of those things right. The stuff that I've been talking about, how you just need to make games make you feel good. That's how you get people addicted to games. Absolutely. Uh, so I welcome Rumbleverse, you know, being a major staple in fighting games. It'll be a different genre. It'll attract different audiences for sure. But, you know, I think it's something that if you do like fighting games, absolutely take a look at it. Because obviously a lot of the same strategies applied, spacing, distancing, re reading your opponent, etc., etc. But just presented in a way that, you know... You body slam someone from the top of a building and you just fucking feel like a god. Shard <laughs> Lab asked if arena fighters like Xenoverse and Naruto Ultimate Ninja are fighting games. Uh, I say yeah, but that doesn't mean I have to respect them. Yeah, they have, <laughs> yeah of course they're fighting games. I don't games. respect those games at all. I, I have never played any of them seriously and I don't have a Good. great position on them. Except that everybody else says that they're bad, which is why I don't play them. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, well, I will I say that that Pokin has an arena aspect to it, and that game is sick. So I don't think there's anything about Pokin arena, arena is better than every arena fighter ever. Well, I mean, I just think it's a just really good in game that overall. phase. Just that one. I was phase just gonna say. I was just gonna them. say, uh, Gundam games. Virtual oh, On yeah. are probably yeah, better arena fighters than a lot there of those arena yeah. games, oh, right? Absolutely. So I've yeah, said since its release a long time ago, I've said Virtual On is a fighting game because all sure. of my fighting game friends played the hell of that game and it was the same concept, same yeah. execution requirements, same strategy, same techniques, spacing, understanding movement, etc., etc. So... I, I absolutely consider those uh, fighting games. Uh, just, again, the difference. So maybe maybe Rumbleverse would be a fifth genre. <laughs> what about For Honor, huh? For Honor, maybe like a fighting game slash uh, MOBA kind of situation? What yeah. about that? I, I've never played it. Third I, I, I just, fighting game? I never played it, so I couldn't tell you. But judging I from what it. everybody said, yeah, sure, why not? Why not? It, it, it again, it had some fighting game. It has some fighting game aspects mm -hmm. in it for sure. So look, I again, I think that there is a lot of experimentation going on. I agree with you guys that I would love to see more, and I think that we will continue to see more. But I think that, like, ultimately, yeah, it's a it's a genre, and if you go outside of the bounds of it too much, then you're not in the genre anymore. Like, maybe we should redefine <laughs> it. I don't know, but right. like, that's that's just in my in my opinion, that may be what this is more about. All right, cool. Anything else on this one? No, I thought that was cool. All right. Good question. Good question, actually. Those are Brings all up, good questions, yeah, honestly. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, maybe, heck, next week we'll take one of them and just turn it into our Ultra Chen 5.5. Why not? So I'm not. I'm, yeah, sure. All right. So. Okay. Mailbag. I don't even know what that song is that I'm singing, but, you know, it's a song that my brother and I I don't know, but I guarantee you the DMCA lawyers will. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. That's too, a good way to well. find out. Oh boy, <sighs> man. Okay, where is it? Where is it? Excuse where... me, Mister uh, MPAA. Can I ask you? Can I ask you something, <laughs> Mister RIAA? All right. So the first mailbag question that we have here. 
Let's do this. All right. The first mailbag question we have today comes from Sushi Saihara via Twitter says a gamer genie appears and gives you the power to give a new entry to an abandoned fighting game franchise, no matter how obscure. What's your wish to bring back and how do you prevent the genie from ruining the game with weird gimmicks? It's Fighter's Destiny. That's what's got to come back, everybody. <laughs> Did you, you, did you, you probably skipped that part too, but they brought up Fighter's Destiny. Oh no, I'm th Fighter's History I'm thinking of. What, what was Fighter's Destiny again? Shoot. But they brought yeah, up... Point. Yeah, Fighter's Destiny is the 3D game that had points. Oh, that's what it was. No, they were talking about Fighter's History, and I think Matsumoto admitted not knowing what that was, and he was super embarrassed about it. He like actually felt shame that like he did not know what it was. <laughs> oh, can't know everything, man. Look, uh, I I would love to see Fighters Destiny come back, not as it was. So I mean, look, if it comes back as it was, then it will be what was. How did the question phrase this? Um, uh, how do you prevent the game from ru being ruined with weird gimmicks? Right. Okay. Well, unfortunately, the game already was ruined with weird gimmicks. So if it comes back as it was, then it's not going to be any worse. And, and a genie's not going to make it worse. Those were, those were very imbalanced games. But the idea of the point system winning, not necessarily because you KO, although that was one way to win in that game, but by getting, I believe, seven points with these different ways of doing it, one point for a ring out, four points for whatever it was called, three points for something else, two points yeah, for yeah. a throw or something. Uh, I, I just like that idea. It's just an interesting it's idea. Cool. It is a cool idea. So, so if, that cool. were, if that were to come back, that's what I would want. And again, if it comes back and it's a pile of garbage, well, guess what? It already was. So, <laughs> I, no, so no loss. But I do really like that idea, and I would love to see it explored more. I mean, super moves for four points. Yeah, but what what was it? What was it called? Something in Japanese. I don't recall. Anyway, don't know. Okay, well that's my pick. Yeah, I mean, people know what my pick is already, right? I've already said it a million times. I want to bring back rival schools, uh, and um, how do you prevent the game from ruining the game with weird gimmicks? Would be uh, to not let me make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, because like I, I, I feel like I would make a sick ass rival schools game. I, I, I've, I've thought about it way too much on how to make this a sick ass game. It would be kind of gimmicky, but that's just that's my nature in general. But honestly, if you wanted the game to be good, yeah, let me make my rival schools game because honestly, I think it would be super good. I just like the way that it's. I've worked it out in my brain. I think the game would be amazing. <laughs> Well, I feel like it's way too obvious for me to say Marvel. It sure is. You better not. <laughs> so. With rollback net code. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, and there's there's I no risk say, of uh, the genie ruining the game with weird gimmicks because guess what? It already was. Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna go with Eternal Champions. <laughs> oh shit. Go with Eternal Champions. Wow, really, oh, really digging God. in deep into the yeah, bottom of that yeah, barrel. Yeah, and I, I want the genie to make it have a bunch of weird gimmicks because 
the original Eternal Champions was a flaming pile of crap. Yeah, so I want to see another flaming pile of crap. <laughs> that's just yeah. a, a modern one, a modern flaming pile of crap. You know, that's that's what I'm into. I like how our answer to this, all three of us, was, yeah, we want to take this garbage game, and if it's still garbage, that's cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Can't be disappointed that way. Oh, yeah. man. Actually, to Halu, we probably should mention this, you know, from the PlayStation show because there is a relevancy to it. One of the games announced there, I don't know, maybe you guys talked about it last week already, was the oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collaboration. I am so excited for that thing. And, like, not for Tournament Fighter, just because all those games are so good. Yeah. Also, have you seen the box art? The box no. art is incredible. It is. It's no. so good. Dude, I'm going to go look that up right now. <laughs> it's like... so good. <laughs> it has like uh, different, for, for those of you listening, the box art of the TMNT pack that's coming out relatively soon. Uh, it has different box art combined from other, the games that are included in the pack. And it's like displayed in like a ripped up fashion where it's like oh. old stickers laid on top of each other. Basically, it's really cool looking. Dude, you, you, can, just, you don't know how to Google it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm just going to put it, it cool. on the stream right now, dude. I could just do okay. that, right? So that's like a... I mean, you can. Look at this. Yeah. That's yeah, actually... That cover art is sick. That's so yeah, good. different art styles from like each different game. Like the top right is Turtle Heist. Yeah. Uh, the bottom left is TMNT in Time. Yeah. Top left, is, or not the very top left, but the second top left is what the arcade game. Like, yeah. it's it's just it's just really really dope, really cool that they did that. That is really sick. <laughs> yeah, good job, good job to them. Yeah, dude. they're they're going all out on on. We, I mean, we know we talked about logos the other day, but yeah, man, that, that box art is. And uh, and dope. I mean, they said that the fighting games are going to have netcode. They haven't announced rollback yet, but no, they that. haven't announced rollback, but it'll be playable online at least. Yeah. Can you imagine if it got rollback? I really hope it does. That would be cool. Yeah. I'll I beat think, up David's Chrome Dome. Kids still watch. Ninja Turtles is still a very successful IP. Yeah, it's still a very successful IP. I mean, they're making I'm, two new movies right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's doing good. I, I've never been like the biggest TMNT fan, but at the same time, oh, I, am. I love TNT. How do you not love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like, I don't know, just the, the, the entire way they did the concept. I could just feel like it's completely like unhateable. Like you just have to like it, you know? Well, I mean, I'm a big Daredevil fan and oh, much yeah. of the Ninja Turtles is directly ripping off mm-hmm. Daredevil. So oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Foot Clan, the, the hand. Foot Clan, the hand. Right. Yeah, when... Yeah. The, Splinter, so the, Splinter is Stick. I don't know if you know about Stick, but Splinter is basically their Stick. Stick yeah. is the guy that, like, trained up Daredevil. Yeah, okay. and, so and honestly, the ooze that turned Matt Murdock blind is the one that's supposed to have gone into the sewer yeah, and created the, sewer the turtles. Created them. Yeah, that accident yep. created the turtles, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. That's it's, cool, okay. Yeah. It's so neat. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Turtles is dope. All yeah. right. Let's go on to the old next question here. That's not true, Paul Brown. You didn't see the uh, uh, Michael Bay versions, right? So, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, oh, yeah. Second question. Second, second question. question. I was like, aren't we done? Aren't we done? Uh, second question is... 
do, 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 from Subatar. Subatar asks, the Ultra Chain TV hosts are going on a road trip across the continent, but due to unholy forces that cannot be defied, your roles must be decided at the beginning and cannot be changed. Who's driving? Who's bringing the snacks? Who creates the playlist? And who's paying for gas? All right. I'm creating the playlist. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say David, David is not allowed to create the playlist. Correct. I'm correct. creating the playlist. David is paying for gas. What? I, you're a lawyer, buddy. I got Bruh. the snacks. I'll drive. I'll drive. Yeah, I'll totally say down. James can drive. Yeah, I'm totally down to do that. So. That's yeah, you're good. paying for the gas, buddy. Six dollars a gallon. <laughs> Six dollars. I mean, look. It if you create the playlist and I'm driving, I guess we could. No, David can't. Well, no, actually, if the snacks are all. Created by Kentley, David can bring all the snacks. Mm. That's true. That's, That's true. true. That's I'll allow true. it. But you're yeah, still paying yeah. for gas, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> a break, kid. She makes so like everything is good, and some some of the stuff that you wouldn't even expect. Like she's made like trail mix, and it was the best trail mix I ever had. Like all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Can make hey, buddy, right. I've made my own carrot cake now. I don't need. Can't lead a mate, dude. Actually, no. I still need to try one of her carrot cakes, dude. I mean, I ate almost ninety percent of my own carrot cake myself. I think I could handle one of Kentley's carrot cakes. I would. It would definitely, obviously, the quality would drop as the days rolled by. But you can't prevent that. But I, I might be still be down to buy a cake from her at one point and just let's Depending just do it. Depending on the cake, you can put it back in the oven and rejuvenate the. Can you do that? Yeah, depending on the type of cake. I don't know if carrot cake is really? part of that. I, I don't know which ones work like that, but I have seen that done. But I will also say that some of the cakes she makes, we just like hang on to for like a week until we finish it and it's fine. Yeah. Like the cakes, I, and, I, and I asked about that. Did you know this? I didn't know this before I met her. You can just leave butter out. Do you guys yeah. do that? Yeah, you got to have but soft it melts, butter. right? No, I, it just stays solid. It, I have butter on my counter right now. Apparently it's very common, but but when I grew up in my in my family's house, like butter was put right back into the fridge yeah. every time. And I, I keep I keep soft butter and and fridge butter. Like I have both all the right, time. Right. Yeah. Different purposes. Exactly right. Yeah, that's what she does. And and I had no idea. So what what she said as well is that things that have like a lot of fatty stuff in them, like a lot of butter, basically, like cake, you can kind of leave out and. At some point, they get gross, of course. But, like, I used to think that you had to put them back in the fridge immediately or else they're dead in, in the day. Nah. Yeah, Not the case. that's what I Not thought, too. Yeah, no, that's kind of how that works. Not the case. I also need to learn how to cut the cakes in that certain way that you can preserve it so that the sides don't get hard, right? Like, the frosting part covers. It's like, you're supposed to cut the slices out of the middle, like, horizontal. Then you can, like, push the cake closer together. And so none of the spongy parts are exposed and stuff. I, I gotta look at right. that. So so that way, yeah. if I do buy Kentley's cake, I then can preserve it as long as possible to make sure it is maximum deliciousness. That cake's gonna last 100%. two days, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't go last two days. <laughs> yeah, probably. I will probably. Play is gone. Two yeah, days. I will finish that thing probably pretty fast. So, we definitely have cake containers that are like made for cakes. We also have, uh, we have like I said, we put butter out, but it never lasts that long. So like we're constantly refreshing the like. Out you know, yeah, you don't want to leave it out for weeks. It can go bad. Yeah, and at some mold. point there's a limit. Of course. But like if you use it within like a week or two, it's fine. Absolutely. You mean when it starts yeah, turning like, green, it goes bad? No. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> 
like the, the the butter that's currently in the freezer. We have this rotation, right? Like we should, we have a bunch of butter in the freezer, and then we take one out whenever. Yeah, it moves to the fridge, and then it moves to the outside of the fridge. Like there's the there's the natural life cycle yeah, of the butter. Of I have no idea. Butter. All right. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Congratulations. Didn't realize butter was so uh, durable. Green <laughs> oh, means go. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, Chow go down. in the trash is what it means, to be honest. Wait until uh, you find out that mayo is raw eggs, James. Oh, I know mayo is raw eggs. <laughs> right. I'm very aware of that, yes. Uh, yeah, some things are weird sounding, like sour cream sounds weird once you know what it's about. And yeah. cheese, even cheese. It's so cheese good. Cheese is kind of funky. Awesome. I mean, that's so what good. Thousand yeah, Island is just good. ketchup and mayo, right? That's just all it really is, if I'm not mistaken. That yeah. one, I guess. All right, anyway, I don't know actually that much about cooking and baking, but I live with somebody who uh, has somehow managed to, like, osmose some of the knowledge. <laughs> you cook now, dude. You you make stuff now, I right? do make so, stuff. Yeah. I do make stuff, yeah. 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 And I have baked a couple of times. I've done a couple of things here and there. I made muffins. They turned out pretty okay. David's muffins. <laughs> All right, look. Butthole hair-free muffins. Thank you so much. I was just about to turn it into the butthole conversation myself. I'm glad that you got there first. Mm -hmm. uh, again, use the coupon code UCTV for 20% off of all orders at Manscaped. By the way, it's not just about shaving your butt. You can do a lot of other stuff. Mm -hmm. and, they got a lot of uh, different stuff. And, and honestly, you have other products there. I, I, I use the, the nose hair trimmer, too. I did, too, man. Yeah, I, I, and, and for me, it actually worked really well. And let me tell you, I got some honkers. But it. <laughs> I mean, okay. honestly, like if if this is something that you're interested, please do consider that because you know, uh, the more people that use the coupon codes, the more that they'll be like, "Cool, these guys are definitely, you know, those two hairy guys and that one guy who has no hair at all are selling the products out there, and it definitely help us out, and then we might even be able to, you know, get other sponsors and stuff as we continue forward. So it'd be there really, you go. really cool. Yeah. That's right. All right. Thanks a lot for hanging out, everybody. That's the show. Next week, we will be talking, I guess, about the Street Fighter patch, which will drop on <laughs> the 29th. Right. Yeah. God, that's right. That's right. All right. Let's go. All right, y'all. I'm going to go play Elden Ring and eat ramen. Ooh, that sounds good. Well, what kind of ramen? I'm about to make it. Well, I'm not. It's just like whatever Maru can or whatever. But I'm going to put a bunch of crap in there and it's going to be great. Fair enough. All right. Take care, guys. Nice Peace. Craft. Craft cheese. Delicious.